0: Okay, so welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode 97. I think it's 97. Is it 97 now? 97. Okay, welcome to Critic- po- Critic- Crit Apocalypse episode 97. Is it 97? What, what episode are we on? I don't
1: know. Fucking...
0: So, uh, breaking news. Breaking news has just come through on Twitter, so it probably means yeah. it's a week old. Paramore. You remember Paramore? Yeah, Misery Company. Yeah, well, they've now ref- they're now refusing to ever play Misery Business live ever again.
1: Yeah, I like Misery Company. Yeah, can, That's a different you, band. That's a can
0: you believe it? I
1: don't give a shit.
0: Their greatest hit, it's like Jimmy, well, the greatest hit was when middle.
1: Thingy tweeted a picture of it's, herself topless out and then like, claimed someone hacked her phone, even though she took the photo a few seconds before.
0: It's like My Chemical Romance not doing I'm Not Okay, I'm Sorry. It's like Fallout Boy not playing Sugar We're Going Down. It is like any one of those one hit wonders, those evanescences. Those got very loyal
1: fans who haven't grown out of being a teenager those,
0: yet. You know,
1: you ever come across someone who's a grown ass adult and they still like Lincoln Park? That's weird.
0: Yeah, well, Lincoln Park don't really exist anymore, do they? Chester Bennington sadly killed himself. <laughs> I like to, I like to think that that you know he had a happy life up until that point, and then just you know it got too much. I know what mental health like. It's horrible. Mental health is a difficult thing to manage.
1: He's in Lincoln Park though.
0: Well. Here's the thing about Chester. And I, whilst I'm not a fan of Lincoln Park, I'll, I've confessed to that before, I think, I have seen them live twice. So I saw them at festivals. Um, and I managed Chester, to never see them live. Chester had a two hour set for Lincoln Park with hmm. his band, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park and the Lincoln Parkers. They're all a bunch of cars and they just sit around the edges of the stick. Anyway. Uh, so, um, yeah, I went to go see them and uh, and uh, about an hour into the gig, Chester comes in and goes, we're so excited. We're so happy to be here. Um, and now for the next half an hour, I hope you don't mind this. This is just a little extra treat. And it's like, no, it's not because two hours your set's meant to be. It's like, now a little extra treat. We're going to bring out my other band for half an hour. And I don't like Linkin Park. I don't. No. Nah. I mean, probably, probably my favorite thing that Linkin Park have done is that thing that was edited by the guy who did Brody Quest. Did a song called The End. And it's just, it's the end. Where there's really cheery music in the background and it works really well and I really like it. Yeah. But I don't like the song the end. Um, I, I like 99 Problems, but that was That's Jay-Z. That was Jay-Z singing with Jay-Z. Linkin Park. Yeah, it was Jay-Z. It was it? Problems is Jay-Z. Completely different artists. Are you Park? a racist?
1: With Linkin Park?
0: Yes, Linkin Park and Jay-Z did the 99 Problems. They did the... Uh, no, what was it called? It was... Um... Oh, Shit. I can't remember the name of the album. But yeah, no, it was Lincoln Park. Yeah.
1: It was an awful album that and was like, Jay-Z. it was all right. A bunch of Linkin Park guys doing a rap metal was, album. Was,
0: the Jay Z part was good. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so it came out in half an hour. Terrible music. I hated it. Then They they, le- they left and they came back out again. It was about 15 minutes wasted in between changing bands. And then finally, Lincoln Park started again and they said, right, well, good night! And then they went, oh, I God hide backstage. And they came out and did an encore and they did a couple of songs. But for the most part, it was ruined. Because, you know, as soon as they decided to come back, it was over. <laughs> it was ruined for stopped. As soon as they so... went out on the stage, I was quite disappointed. That stopped just...
1: so Mike Yoda could rest his voice. He's that... been rapping for a full 90 that minutes. That was
0: the same same year I saw Dio with his band Heaven and Hell. Mm. And they were incredible. He's dead too. He died He died soon after. <laughs> he does
1: before. He's been dead for years.
0: Yeah, he has. Oh, Dio This was like 2006,
1: 2006. Yeah, Dio's been dead since like... God, like two thousand twelve or something.
0: Yeah, so this was the last gig you did in the UK, if I remember mm. correctly. Um, no, nah, always around.
1: Dio rock for a long, long time.
0: Well, oddly enough, a few years later, I got to see Tenacious D live, and that was they did Dio. It was mm. for the Rise of the Phoenix tour, and they had a giant inflatable cock. It was a phoenix on the stage. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a cock. You know, it was... It was <laughs> yeah. just have a giant. It was a cock. Sorry, it was a it's a phoenix. Sorry, it's a phoenix phoenix. Anyway, yeah, so Paramore no longer playing their hit. Don't care. No. Um, How would you feel if if Lily Allen didn't play... Um, I definitely wouldn't care. How would you feel if 30 Seconds of Mars didn't play...
1: Really would be ecstatic if they didn't play.
0: Well, they have a song called My Confession. I think it's got a hidden message to it.
1: Is 30 Seconds to Mars the Jared Leto band? Yeah. I've seen uh, them live as well. Oh.
0: Twice. I saw him once because my little sister really liked them. I, I feel like have if I saw Jared Leto, I'd be
1: able to taste how he smells.
0: He, like... It's a really weird experience. They had a bunch of very young dancers on the stage and there was a weird air to the room. It was chilled. It was, it was the first gig I'd ever been to where I was too cold. Normally at gigs I'm too warm. I think that that's like a universal thing. They pump up the heat so you buy drinks. It's the first gig where it felt like I was sleeping in Dracula's tomb and Dracula had taken a like into my deck and arseholes and bulls.
1: I'm sure it was a concert.
0: Maybe. Maybe I was in the froze of passionate undead love. With Leto. With Leto. He is old. He's as old as Ben Affleck. He's
1: like 47 or something, isn't he?
0: He's the same age as Ben Affleck. Yeah. I don't know how old Ben Affleck is, but I know they're the same age. Um, Yeah, he doesn't look it. He's really good in Blade Runner, but he's also a horrific monster. Much like Kevin Spacey was good in Baby Driver, but he's also a horrific monster. It's okay, though. Much
1: like Godzilla is good in Shin Godzilla, but he's also a horrific monster. He's not
0: horrific, he's lovable.
1: He had no eyelids for a while.
0: You know what film I think is underrated? Son of Godzilla. Now hear me out. That's your favorite film. You've hear me out. Gone about how great hear me out about Son of Godzilla because a lot of people don't know this, but you can get Son of Godzilla on DVD. Yeah. And you know, you know what DVDs are? I've got it. They're very good coasters, and I feel like that versatility
1: in a movie. You better not have taken my Son of Godzilla DVD and put your stuff.
0: I up. wouldn't want to taint the coffee in the cup. No. I fucking hate that movie. Anyway, and you're in the worst Godzilla movie. film.
1: It is. It's not. Which
0: one would you say is the worst? All Monsters one? Attack. I don't mind All Monsters That's Attack.
1: That's the one with the little kids running around yeah, the place I and he has weird shit. dreams. No, he has little dreams about Godzilla when some mob guy's coming after him. The whole thing's stock footage. Yeah. yeah it's, that one's the worst one. I still stand by
0: that being better than it's Son of Godzilla. It's got stock footage
1: from Son of Godzilla in it.
0: I still stand by that being better than Son of Godzilla. Mm. Godzuki doesn't come back, does he? Is it Godzuki?
1: Godzuki, that... Roman Son of Godzilla, Godzuki, yeah. Minida. Uh, he's got different names.
0: How often does he come back?
1: Um, he's in Final Wars. Too
0: often is the correct answer to that question. Alright, Anne, your first review this week.
1: Fuck you. Um <laughs> Well, okay, I I haven't finished watching Power Rangers Ninja Storm.
0: What the fuck are we even doing this for, Anne? I said to you specifically, I said if you can't have your podcast if you don't finish your Power Rangers. I didn't okay, finish I'm any sorry. Super
1: Sentai either.
0: What? What no. have you been doing with your time?
1: I did watch uh High Riders versus Showa Riders Carmen Rider Taisen okay. featuring Super Sentai. So you
0: have done something. Tell us about that.
1: Um this is a 2014 movie set in the middle of the Carmen Rider Gaim series which is one about like Carmen Riders that are samurais and having like samurai wars in a big city with a Yggdrasil tree thing building and and they they all they they're, they're themed off the fruit. They have orange armors and banana armors, banana armor. <laughs> but um, yeah, so anyway, this film it gets all the Showa Kamen Riders and all the Hi-Sai Kamen Riders. Mm. You know, all the ones from the original series from like the sixties through to the late eighties, including Shin Godzilla and um, not Shin Godzilla, Shin Kamen Rider and the Kamen Rider Amazon one, the original Amazon. Yeah. And they're all going up against the high side riders. And there's like a really flimsy reason for it. It's like they had a plot for an, I- for an idea for a film. Because there's this thing where like there's a little kid who's actually dead. And he regrets this message he sent to his mum just before he got hit by a car and died. He sent her a nasty message said, I hate you. And then he got hit by a car and he wants to reverse that. And this kid's died and somehow managed to get out where he does get out of the underworld. There's literally an underworld beneath the world. Like there's an earth inside the earth. It's a copy of our earth,
0: but it's where dead people live. Is this one of those little tr- literal translations that went a bit wrong? Yeah,
1: but the plan is they want to turn the underworld inside out, so it becomes the world. Yeah, and the world becomes the underworld where living people are, and it would be. And this kid's got the ability to turn things inside out, and that's cool. what he wants to do. He wants to reverse things. Yeah. So he wants to reverse the message he sent to his mum that said, "I hate you." Sorry, he so he wants, wants to, to turn his th- mum inside th- out. Yeah. No, he wants to t- he wants send to her a message her up and down. No.
0: Till so she says stop.
1: And her dad his dad yeah. is a Carmen evil Carmen rider called fifteen. There's
0: no such thing as an evil Carmen rider. He's got a
1: skeleton head.
0: There are there are force for forget- good he's not a Carmen Rider then, is he? He's yeah. a skeleton rider. Yeah, whatever. Or a skull face rider. Or so there's something this whole equally sinister.
1: storyline that could have just been its own thing. Yeah. But instead every now and again shower riders turn up and go, We don't work with high C riders, we're gonna fight you. And it turns out the reason they're fighting them is because apparently the So Riders think about dead people too much.
0: Hi, up like
1: if someone dies in their story, apparently they they get a bit too upset about it, and Heiso, the Showa Riders like you need to move on and think about the future or some shit. And then it turns out that the Showa Riders were using that as a ruse to make the bad guys drop their guard, so they could all fight together along with some Super Sentai characters who just turn up.
0: I think I saw the end of this. Yeah, and that they all fight. fight a giant rider
1: yeah, briefly, very briefly.
0: What, look, you say briefly. In about four
1: shots. They made a whole new costume I think... for him, for like, that's the most elaborate Carmen Rider costume. It's like a full body rubber, like, slimy costume with animatronics and shit, and they made that for like four shots yeah. in the film. Um, because he's the most important one. But there, yeah, they all team up, yeah. and they all fight, and they destroy the villains and stuff. Spoilers for the ending, the Carmen Riders win. And then they're no. all on the beach at the end, and they're all like, okay, guys, well, we still hate you, so we're going to fight you. Yeah. And then it fights, and there's, like, two endings. There's one where the show where riders win, and one with the high side riders win. And it is just a really flimsy premise, like, to just <laughs> have an excuse to have loads of people in common Rider costumes punching each other.
0: I mean, why have an excuse? Anymore? It's not
1: deep. Can't imagine. It's weird, that, isn't it? He oddly spends a long time with one of the older riders while he goes off and has a bit of a thing where it's like, I don't want to be a common Rider again. I quit this Why thing. Why doesn't he want to be a common Rider? Um, his buddy, who was a complete arsehole, died at the end of the previous series. <gasps> and he blames himself for Spoilers. it. Spoilers! Um, but his buddy was a complete arsehole. Was he? Yeah, he even says he was in the, fi- in the film. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, he's a complete dick. Um, but he regrets it. So the film doesn't really follow Guy much. He's in it for about... 10 minutes, and he gets the main fight against the first Carmen Rider at the end, because yeah. last versus first, is So, Is the
0: first Kamen Rider kind of similar to the idea of the first vampire in Buffy?
1: No, but he is the first Carmen Rider. Okay. The classic one with the big rubber oh, yeah, yeah. peck costumes shit. and shit. Um, he's played by the guy, I can't remember the name of the actor, he's played by the guy who was um, Segata yeah. Sanchiro. Do you remember Sagata Sanchiro? The guy used to be on Sega adverts in Japan wearing a Japanese, wearing a gi. He's a karate expert with big hair. Mel Gibson? No, no, Sagato San Shiro. It's Just a guy.
0: Kevin Klein?
1: Yeah, Kevin Klein. From French that Kiss. That was who was Carmen Ryder. From French Kiss. Yeah, he was Carmen Ryder. I might review The French second kiss. one was Gerard Depardieu. <gasps> mm.
0: No, the crossover we always wanted! Yeah, yeah. So there's. Gerard Depardieu playing an English guy and Kevin Klein's playing a French guy, like yeah, a definitely. French Kiss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like. I don't know what you're talking about. And then Kevin Klan's like, Hello! My name is Kevin Klan! Yeah, this is exactly what the film I is. I have a great tree! I can it's tell you the a whole, remake of French Kiss. I can tell you the whole plot to French Kiss. Don't. Beat for Beat. Don't. Also Kate and Leopold. No. Basically most Meg Ryan movies. No. <laughs> I know the entire plot. I actually watched Kate and Leopold recently. It holds up. Five stars. Out of 25.
1: So yeah. So they have... Super Sentai characters turn up, yep. help out a bit, yep. because they were in a previous thing. It was like a lead-in to this film. Um, and they even get one of the calm riders. He doesn't have a bike. He's got a train. He's called Deno. He has a train. And he combines with the Super Sentai's train zord. And mm-hmm. then one of the other Super Sentai ones from a different team turns his dinosaur into a train, and that combines as well. It's a thing. This happens. This film just ends up being... Like, the last 20 minutes is... Let's just put a load of fan shit together and have... Yeah. Just a stupid big old fight.
0: What would the fans want? More train sexualisation or less train sexualisation? More, probably. I mean, More train sexualisation? Yeah. yeah. So shovel that coal. Do you think it's like on stage, it's like making it rain combustible material? Yeah,
1: sure. Why not? Okay. But um, I appreciate lots of stuff in it though. It looks a bit more flashier than the TV series does, which is, you know, a bit of a change. Unnecessary. Because normally they'd look exactly like the TV oh, series, even yeah. when they're films.
0: Um, do they have the dancing stage Euro mix Carmen
1: Rider? No, that's from the few years later. That's Carmen Rider X Aid. who's a 2017 rider, no, 2016 rider. Oh, okay, yeah, but um, there's some cool stuff in there. Like the costumes for the old show riders are all like spot on. Yeah, nice looking like the old 1960s. They don't do that horrible thing in Super Sentai and Carmen Rider where they try to update old costumes and make them look modern. Well that Which they would do in American TV, yeah. wouldn't they? That's like,
0: something that a T V show a budget would do. Yeah.
1: Like even when Power Rangers in um Dino Thunder, when they showed the Green Ranger again, there's a bit where Tommy has a hallucination, the Green Rangers there. Like, ah, they ah. updated his costume in that yeah. a little bit. I was no, it might have been Super Mega Force, they updated costume a bit, it doesn't look right. But um that's the sort of thing they do though, isn't it? Like they if like, imagine if they did an episode of um like bad. Arrow, like Flash, and they had the Flash from the 90s series turn up. They'd give him a f- new costume, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they'd give him some high-tech costume or some shit, and it looked wrong. But they didn't know come Carmen Ryder. Everyone's got the phone padding costume, even when the costume's stupid looking and impractical, and looks like a jumpsuit with some bits of plastic sellotape to it. Mm. Still the same costume. That's why it's impressive. They rebuilt Shin's costume, like because that there's no way that costume was kept. It
0: was probably very cheap, though, right?
1: What, Shin's? Shin Carmen Ryder's yeah. costumes. It's like just a, a full f- body
0: condom. Covered in K.Y. <laughs> Jelly.
1: Like, that's a full-on, proper, prosthetic-like effect thing, that.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't split his mouth open like one of the he does. in Bay 2. Does he? Yeah, he does. Does he really? Yeah, he
1: screams at some points in Carmen Rider, doesn't he? Carmen. Are you watching Carmen no, Rider? No, I'm
0: talking about in the bloody one where he appears. No, not in the
1: new one, no. no. Cause they're, you know, it's not it's as good gooey. Work. Yeah, and he already came transformed, which yeah. probably cut the runtime down by five minutes.
0: <laughs> 25. Yeah.
1: Because he has to transform every time he fights. I said there should have been a sequence where you see him all transformed, but then I've got thinking... Half these Carmen Riders are probably 70 now. Like, the first one was 60-something when they filmed this. And he's looking a bit old now. He's still got his hair dyed black. Yeah.
0: Of course but, he does. Um, don't want to, don't want to
1: come, don't any Riders have been going through, like, what, since 1969 or 71? Something like that? been going a long time.
0: There's a while.
1: Yeah, classic stuff. But, yeah, it's a fun thing. You can watch it without knowing anything about the characters because it just kind of throws you in and just, you know... It's just about guys in rubber costumes punching each other.
0: Yeah. That's it's all that life's like. about, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, in the end of the day. Well, yeah. well you so,
1: know. It's a thing.
0: Yeah. Could have done with more KY Jelly. Yeah,
1: there's another, apparently, crossover movie as well. We really? might have to watch that at some point.
0: Is it all of them again, including Shin? Maybe. Who Does knows? he have at least 15 minutes screen time or I'm not going to watch Don't it? think so, no. Fuck's sake. Good old Shin. Ha! Does it have uh, come right at Amazon's in it? That's
1: the newer one. Yeah, Nah that will be might be in, might be in the one they do this year though. Amazon's was 2014, I think. Yeah. So it, it, was, it was 2015. It was after Gaim. Um, night Gaim. Yeah, Night Gaim. Night Gaim. But Amazon's is the sequel to the original series Amazon. It was basically like a sequelly remake. But it's a thing. More gory, isn't it? Very yeah. gory. Yeah. But anyway, High Side Riders versus Showa Riders, Carmen Rider Tyson featuring Super Sentai it exists. <laughs>
0: So, you know, that it does. Yeah, you that do something. It does. Okay, my first review this week, I'm I'm catching up on a few games. I was behind. So I'm catching up on a few games. So I, uh, I've i been playing Dragon Ball Z or Fighter Z. It's called Dragon Ball Fighters. Fi- Dragon Ball Fighters on yeah. the Puss 4. Puss 4 Pro. Mm-hmm. It's Puss 4 Pro Enhanced. So anyway, so uh, it's a game. It's got more Ps. It's a fighting game. It feels a lot like... Um feels an incredible amount like Marvel vs Capcom.
1: Isn't it basic? It's, it's like the um Persona Ultimax games, isn't it? No.
0: It's a, so much more vertical than I was expecting. Yeah. Because of the flying mechanics and stuff. Um anyway, so yeah, it feels it feels very akin to Marvel vs. Capcom, the first one, the ver- verticality, the you select three characters. Um I've had a go on all of the modes now. I've spent some some time playing the story and playing the arcade mode and, and different different games. Uh, and it's it's good. It's a really fucking well-packed game. There's a lot of stuff to do. The one thing that I... I'm going to get the negatives out of the way first, and then I'll go on to the positives.
1: Negatives. Trunks.
0: Nothing wrong with Trunks. Anyway, so the negatives <laughs> Cooler. are... Cooler. Um, Dragon Ball games recently, and actually in the past a little bit. I think that it started with Dragon Ball Z Budokai Legends... What was it Dragon Ball Legends? What was the one? Anyway, um A long time ago there was a 3D Dragon Ball game in which they had a hub world that was based around um King King Cooley's King Carroll's <sighs> Mr Dream. It was Mr. Dream, wasn't it? And hey, The um the floating planet that they visit to do training on, it's where they've got the gravity. Mr. Popo's the guy. Mr. The Popo. Guy. The racist one. The racist one, the super racist yeah. one. So you've got a Hub World that's based on Mr. Popo's world where you've got different areas so you've got your ranked matches online you've got your uh, arcade mode you've got a, a public sort of a public area where you can fight and people can just monitor and like and like view so almost like a streaming area where people can just watch fights that are happening um, and you've got a story mode so I I started out in story mode jump straight in it was a bit confusing to find at first you pick a little avatar and it's like a chibi version of a Dragon Ball character and you can wander around this it's very small. It's nothing like Xenoverse where you had like this big area and you often got lost. It's a very small area and everything's very clearly displayed and you can mm. walk to places that you want to visit by pressing a trigger and it shows you what you can do. Um, <coughs> so I started story mode and in story mode, you steadily unlock characters and the story tells you what's happening, why it's happening and you unlock people and then you change your team and your roster and you level up. And depending where you level it doesn't really make a difference because at level throws being level weight characters, but you know how it is. Like they, they have like a, a progression in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're essentially fighting clones of the fighters. So the story is that the fighters have been cloned a lot, so you're going around wiping out the clones, and you get these little grid maps. Do you remember the last battle on Mega Drive? Fist of the North Star game. Fifth of the North Star game. You remember the map on that, so you've got a circle that represents you, and then you've got the grid map that's like a web, and you basically move from <laughs> one. It's essentially exactly the same as that, but instead of having any sort of um, platformy style levels, you've just got boss battles. Yeah. Um, and each boss battle has like an indicator as to what it what it is. So you've got just fights, then you've got characters are in jeopardy and you need to save them, and then you've got the end boss for that level. And you can tackle them however you want. You can go whatever route you want. If you take too long or you go too many, too many places, if you try and collect everything, then little um, Cyberman pop up. Cybermen? Cybermen. Cybermen pop up.
1: Mm. How do you not know your Dragon Ball Z? I have watched this cartoon since the early 2000s, maybe. Yeah, watched I I watched all of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball <laughs> when and it was GT on in
0: the early 2000s. I did watch it, but I was yeah. also that was when I was going around my friend's house and playing Mega Drive and hanging out and having dinner and parents and Mega you know, all that crazy stuff. Um, so yeah, so um, it's it's really fucking fun. That's a nice little nice little touch. And then the arcade mode, it works a little bit differently from other arcade modes. So imagine the tower from uh, Mortal Kombat. Mm. Instead of it being the tower as you see it, it's not a straight line. Instead, it's it's a grid that has like a slope. So you start on the same point and then from that point, there are two paths and then there are three and then four and then five. And basically what that means is depending on your score in each level because you get ranked uh, S through, through E or triple S or whatever the fucking highest one is, um, depending on the score you get, depends on the path you follow to the, to the end of the arcade mode. And you select how long it is and how many fights there are. It's all very nice. Um, and, and in general, the game, even online, even online, it's absolutely great. I've had none of the problems I with Tekken, where if someone triggered like a special move in Tekken, it would suddenly pause for five seconds. And then by the time you came back into it, it was a juddery mess and you had somehow lost all your health, but there was no animation to tell you that. You know, it's none of that. It all seems optimized, it all works really well.
1: What playing fighting I'm- games online for? Lag City.
0: I don't, I, I, sometimes it's like you're speaking Scandinavian. <laughs> Who's gone to Lag City?
1: All fighting games. Ah. When they're online.
0: I guess that's where fighting games are made. Anyway, Dragon Ball FighterZ. It's cheap now. It's really cheap. I got it for like 15 quid. Oh, you got it for the Pirate Bay? No, I bought it for the PS4. Pro. Mm. P- pro, pro. Mm. Uh, but yeah I think I got a 14 quid 15 quid and you know it's a lot of game for that money it's a really enjoyable fighting game I've got less of a uh, like I bought Tekken on release Tekken Tekken 8 or 9 or whatever right? 7 is it Tekken 7 Tekken 7 is I the latest one Tekken 20. 7 was on the, P- on the Xbox 360 no alright anyway so uh, it's it's giving me it's not giving me that same horrible taste that I got from Tekken 7 where like some of my favourite characters were missing from the roster yeah because you need to buy them so you yeah know, I fucking hate that that's, no, that's gross no at least with Dragon Ball FighterZ, there's new IP, so yeah, okay, add some characters it like as added, the movie's They've added, like,
1: new Super Saiyan character, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it's
0: like they've added, like, Margin Boo Vegeta and shit like that, it's like, I don't
1: give a fuck. Yeah, no coolers being added as a character, and Broly.
0: Broly because the new movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But they made Broly canon. Yeah. That's good. Good before for them.
0: Broly was just in the movie, wasn't well, it? Well, the
1: movies weren't canon, originally. No, it was like it was over one like, The only movies that are canon are apparently this new one that's coming out, because the resurrection of Freezer 1 and... Thingy, the one that came before that, mm. Battle of the Super Gods. Yeah, they're both like their own thing because the series repeated the stories. Yeah,
0: it's weird. It Hack them up and haven't watched into Super. Past. Super, yeah, yeah. Haven't watched yeah, Super. I, um, I give, I give this to Tom Atkins for nostalgia purposes. For me, but no, I, I met think, him. Yeah, I know you did. I got a video <laughs> and a signed picture. Thank you for that, by the way. We already, we already did this last time. Yeah. I thanked you profusely for that. I was quite you really shook my back. hand. I know he was a lovely guy. Yeah, I watched Halloween three after that. Just had a bit of a wank. I didn't. I wasn't watching him when I was wanking. I was watching. You waited until Dan
1: O'Harely got on screen.
0: Yeah, I was watching him a little bit. Um, anyway, so sorry. Yeah. So uh, I so, told
1: someone I met Tom Atkins, and the first thing they said was, "Did you still have his mustache?" I'm like, "Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah." Of course <laughs> he does. He's only shaved off for what? The was it the mist? Yeah. He didn't have it in the mist. Yeah, it's weird. Not yeah, it's right. Weird. It doesn't look right. He's a big face. Yeah, he's great in *Lethal Weapon* um, and in *Maniac Cop* one and two. Classics. With,
1: um, uh, what's his name? The guy in it, Richard Bizarre Face. That's it, Rich <laughs> Richard Bizarre. <Richard Star. laughs>
0: I still, I still coming over the first film I saw of, with him and where I recognised him, and he was like a, a main character was Night of the Creeps, and it's still that film holds up so well. Mm. Such a good movie. Anyway, yeah. So I give this to Tom Atkins. It's, it is, it is. I am. I I hate to use the term Nostalgia because I feel like it's romanticised way too much I think I spoke about this when we spoke about Summer 84 last week hmm. last time I did the podcast Nostalgia has become like its own thing its own industry and that's what I was
1: saying on the um, Half in the Bag video when they were talking about I think they said the same thing didn't they Summer 84 they? they said they're tired of it because yeah. they said um, Stranger Things had no new ideas in the second series, and I'm like, yeah, because the second series of Stranger Things should have been a completely different setting.
0: I kind of like I I reviewed the second series of Stranger Things well because it's I lot, liked but it. But I think that what
1: they should have Stranger Things is each series was its own anthology. I think they wanted story.
0: To. I think they wanted to, but I feel They'd like
1: paid for Renona Ryder
0: The problem thing, the problem with Stranger <laughs> Things is that I think people are thinking of it as this thing where the first series was this great thing. And they were surprised in the second series, they weren't so shocked because they knew the background of it, and then they were disappointed. But I think of it, I'm still seeing it as this whole thing. I'm still waiting for season three because it's like it. Hmm. It's not like it's each series. It's something that's made to be watched in very quick succession. And I think series three is going to be the one that caps off because you can see that steady escalation of action and ideas throughout. I mean, look at the ending of season two. It's spectacular. Where it's like the whole fucking crescendo of all this stuff happening all at once. And Steve... I love him so much. Season three
1: set a couple of years later in It It is, yeah.
0: uh, Have you seen Steve's working in, like, he's working in some pirate-themed restaurant at the mall? Yeah, they've got some
1: fast times at Richmond High Mm -hmm. mall setting. I think it's going to
0: be, I think that that's, it's just going to be like uh, a be-all, end-all. It's going to be like monsters versus the town, because the town are starting to be aware of it, aren't they? Just make Critters. Basically, that's what I want. I want want eight episodes... I want aliens
1: to turn up to fight the... Eight
0: episodes... I want eight episodes of people fighting off demons in a mall and then finally discovering they need to level the fucking town. Get some
1: influence from gremlins. Have the demons get, like, taken into life and they're, like, just everywhere and they're living... And they're wearing hats and killing old ladies. They've
0: been constructing a mall forever, and they're going to construct like a parking lot underneath. But for now, they're using like the school. ones. some nice music. But yeah, I think this is very much tinged in nostalgia for me. Oh, Dragon Ball Fighters! Dragon Ball Fighters. I mean, it's very much tinged in nostalgia for me, and that's that's the problem. I can't shake that when I'm playing. I love seeing. I fucking love playing as Krillin and kicking the living shit out of Boo. It's ridiculous. It's the it wife.
1: It and did. she was a robot. Nerd dream. Fucking. She's a
0: literal fuck machine. Yeah. And she won't work for nobody but him. Yeah, baby! Um, but yeah, no, it's it's great. I fucking Does it have Krillin with hair in the game? No. Oh, God. It's Krillin without hair. You, I, my team is Yumcha, Krillin, and Tien. <laughs> just because. It's fucking ridiculous. I took down Cell with Krillin. I took him down so quick that I just was like. I wonder why he even fucking bothered getting Goku. Tien through. almost
1: beat Cell once.
0: I know. He grabbed onto him, didn't he? Held onto him. Nah, this... that's Chaozu Blue. Oh, yeah, Chaozu. Chia... That's his special move. Tien did the whole every time ah, thing every... and yeah, bound kept him into the ground. Him down. Yeah, but yeah. then he adapted. Yeah. Oh. Um, Tien's special move is that Chaozu comes out of nowhere and just grabs onto people. And goes ah and Tien every time Tien's like no. <laughs> it's like, but you can do it several you know, times in a match. The special move is to
1: make your best friend commit suicide.
0: <laughs> you can do it several times in the match. <laughs> every time, it's like, no! No! And Tien's just like heartbroken every time.
1: By the seventh time, he's just like, it's alright, mate. Yeah? yeah? Okay, overdoing it a bit. Oh, shit, I'm popping these out. Yeah. What's
0: happening? Am I breeding these? Alright, anyway, it's your review, Ant. Fuck. No. Um,
1: I've watched, finally, finally watched uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Oh. so I haven't seen Fallout yet. And I didn't go see Fallout because I hadn't seen Rogue Nation yet. Okay. The one where Tom Cruise is on the side of a plane. Yes. Um, that's in the first couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Good on them for getting out
0: of the way early. Um, How this... redundant is Simon Pegg in that fucking scene? <laughs> Why is he in a ghillie suit in the fucking... He's hiding. <laughs> yeah, but he like, doesn't need to He's hide. a field agent now. He was literally <laughs> Simon... in the field. So he literally needs to be in the field. He was I literally in the field. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah,
1: good old Benji. Um, these films have gradually recovered from the mess that was Mission Impossible 2, which is not a good film. Do you feel like they're not even ironically,
0: like <sighs> they've paid their penance now, like they've whipped themselves into submission, and now they're like, "We're this." It's now.
1: amazing how they got John Woo at the peak of his abilities, and that's like just man. to go
0: from Hard Target to that is yeah. really bad.
1: Face off, man. Face off yeah. to that. Face off. It? Hard yeah.
0: Target. Well, Hard Target was his first American film. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, Rogue Nation is fan bloody tastic. Is it? Like properly great. I think I've
0: seen Rogue Nation. ...spy action. Rogue Nation's brilliant. the one with the Kremlin, right?
1: No, that's um Ghost Protocol. That's the previous one. Where they do the whole Kremlin thing where he breaks out of prison at the start and you know, he's been in prison for six months undercover. Oh wait, is yeah.
0: um Rogue Nation is the one when in Dubai.
1: No, that's that's Ghost Protocol. Is that
0: Ghost Protocol as well? Yeah. They are either side of the building. So this is the one that ends up in the sewers, like underground?
1: Uh not in this one, no, no. Yeah, he
0: gets tortured underneath like he's in like a dungeon thingy.
1: There's a bit where he's in the dungeon bit yeah, at the yeah, start. Yeah. At the and very the woman start. helps him out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rogue Nation, though, it's um it like the
1: first Mission Impossible film is like a spot on perfect side um spy movie. It's very, like, very Brian, subtle
0: compared to what we've got now.
1: Great stuff. That's, that's a proper spy movie. It's like an old fashioned love up to like classic spy thrillers. It really is. And De Palma doing his De Palma thing the only way De Palma can with his friggin' biopola lenses and shit and his his, you know, friggin' funny camera angles and everything. Good on him. Mm. But um this one is like I would put it on the same level as that first film, but it's not necessarily like perfect spy movie. It's more perfect action movie. Like yeah. it is a fantastic action movie. And Tom Cruise is funny in it. Really fucking funny in that film. Um he dies again in the film. Good on him. He di- he's that's twice now he's died in the franchise. Good old Good old Ethan Hunt. And the rest of the crew start to realise that he's a friggin' nutjob, which well, yeah. is about time they twigged onto that. Um, Alec Baldwin, like, chews the scenery a fair bit and he's quite entertaining in his parts, like, just like, he's this CIA agent who wants to shut down the IMF, He thinks they're reckless and stuff, and unwittingly ends up in the final part of the film being dragged into one of their schemes and being a key part of it. Yeah. And then basically learning, yeah, they're pretty reckless, but it's not dumb luck. They are that, Skilled, like sometimes things blow up, but if something goes wrong, they are the ones who can pull it in. Even there's a little speech about friggin' how Athan Hunt is friggin' like, um, he's determination incarnate, like destiny incarnate. Once he's got his hooks on you, he is going to get you. Yeah, and he's saying all that stuff while Athan Hunt's actually in the room with a fake mask on, <laughs> which is like so brilliant, uncomfortable, awkward. Yeah, he heard all that.
0: <laughs> this one probably has one of the best villains.
1: Yeah, he's got. Um, I can't remember. I can never remember the actor's name. But no, he's in a bunch I. of stuff. He is in loads of stuff. He's recently yeah.
0: he's done a horror film called Possum, in which it looks yeah. really unsettling. He's like a war vet that returns, and he's got PTSD. And he may have a little bit of autism, mm. but he's like basically yeah. it's demonising mental health. But at the same time, it does look very unsettling. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, this film, um, every set piece is great. That plane bit at the start is just like the only, only the only key to that set piece is Ethan Hunt holding onto the side of a plane. Yeah, that's so what it is. He runs to it. Gets that brilliant shot of him running across the screen with the camera panning, tracking, following him as he runs. Yeah. across. Brilliant. Good running. Um, <laughs> he is good running. Uh, he's on the side of the plane. You open up the back door, hmm. and it's the wrong door, Benji. Open the inside, this side one. Oh yeah, of course, side one. And he flings in, and then that's the whole sequence. Like he flings into it and just latches himself onto the crate of nuclear warheads and just poof, knocks himself out the back. Unhooks it and sends himself out the back of the plane. That's where yeah. the scene ends. And I think there's a bit of dialogue that it hit like one of the nukes fell out and hit a building on the way down or something. Um but you don't see a whole sequence of him like trying to keep it under control and where they power. That's not important. What's important, what you get from it, is that Ethan Hunt grabs hold of the side of a plane as it takes off. And that was his plan. <laughs> was for someone to open the door. Um But yeah, it's it's friggin' great. I need to watch Fallout now, because everyone's raving about Fallout and
0: I was I just I was so lukewarm around. Out. No, I was like, you're I kept, bad at films. I kept thinking oh, I should go see it, and there was just other mm. stuff like I still haven't seen Black Panther because I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm not even right
1: now. Is it? Yeah. I like to see it. But um, yeah, uh, there's brilliant spy movie stuff. It's all lots of double crossing and twisty turns and stuff like that. Same sort of level of twists and turns as the first one. It keeps it unpredictable, which is something that's great with this because even though Mission Impossible is like it is a franchise thing, there's no law to it that it's following. Because it is like these films are a sequel to the original series. Like the original, f- the first film had Jim Phelps was the villain in it, and he was the hero of the series. Like they had him, you know, he became a double turned on the agency, didn't he? Mm. In the first one, that was a uh, John Voight's character in it. Yeah. But um, so this is a sequel series, so everything that's in this is all new stuff, and that's something that's like doesn't really happen in films now, because films are kind of all franchises and you know lore, and the moment like. You know, if a character does something in a film that they wouldn't that fans decide they wouldn't do in the comics, it's like they suddenly decide the film's trash or all this sort of stuff. Mm. Or if they deviate from the story that they know from the comics, even though these are their own films and their own thing, like it's part of the reason why there's all this problem with Star Wars with the new films, because they're not repeating the expanded universe nonsense. And people want them to just do the expanded universe. Like they want they wanted thingy what's his face? What's that? Snoke. They wanted Snoke to be Darth Plagueis, didn't they? Yeah. And they wanted a big explanation and all this bollocks. And why? Why? He's just a shadowy villain guy for a Kylo Ren to kill. Spoilers for The Last Jedi. It's a really good yeah. film, that. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Several times, actually. But that's what's great with the Mission Impossible films is that we don't know all this stuff. It's all unpredictable. So you can only go into it and take it at face value, like what film you see.
0: There's none us worry about fucking established yeah. villains.
1: No one's sitting there going, like, oh, Ethan Hunt's lore doesn't go in that direction. like like, shut up (laughs) it's all new (laughs) so whatever it's fun we need more films like that you know I mean I don't know what else there is because they they don't make films based on new things now do they
0: (laughs) no it's all reboots remakes everything's a big
1: franchise Mission Impossible could be any other spy thriller though it doesn't need to be Mission Impossible it's just it's own thing it
0: never needed that I mean how the fuck did they just need the theme tune yeah (laughs) and even that they didn't need Apollo 440 like in all honesty, how often do you hear that now in the films?
1: No, the new one, it's written into light motif. but this film has um, Ness and Dormer as its musical theme. There you go. Throughout the f- film. No, my operatic music, there's the opera sequence in that film that's fantastic.
0: Do you remember Justice League? And there was a moment in Justice League. Yeah, I watched
1: Justice League the other day. Did you? Yeah, we watched. I was around my mates' house and we watched um, RoboCop. Yeah, followed up with Avengers: Infinity War and then capped it all off with Justice League. Getting better as the night goes God on, no, That must have
0: been a bitter pill to swallow <laughs> at the end of the evening. Justice
1: League strangely rewatchable. It's yeah, no,
0: it's it's a bit like Batman vs Superman. It's a hot mess. It's like you know, you know, string
1: cheese. Yeah, Which you shouldn't eat. But yeah. if you get some, you're going to eat it. I'm going
0: to have a. cheese like, if you had every a, so
1: Often yes. If you had a bag of cheese cubes, you would eat the whole fucking thing. Uh, you I'm wouldn't because you're that. lactose intolerant, but yeah. I would. Like that's I would, what I would have serious shit. That's shits. what Justice League is. It's just this thing that you eat it and it tastes like something that you're okay with, and you're just going to keep. You can get through it, and it doesn't it's matter. The kind
0: of thing like I would. I get through like a fifth of a bag, and then I'd be like, I'm playing God here. <laughs> yeah. I know I need to stop. I can't. It's really weird. I have I have horrible issues with butter and milk, and but less so with processed stuff like cheese and chocolate. Which is weird. But, no, it's, cheese is good. I love cheese. So fucking
1: hey, much. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. It's great. What's the silly stunt in Fallout? Oh, it doesn't even. It's a halo jump, isn't it? Yeah, it's a halo jump in Fallout. Yeah, and he did the jump and they had someone, cameraman, falling with him and everything. Yeah,
0: and he, he fucking loved it, didn't he? Oh,
1: give friggin' credit to Tom Cruise. As much as he might be a nut job, apparently he's not actually in the Church of Scientology anymore.
0: Yeah, apparently he had to give it up so he could see his kids. Yeah. Um, I don't blame him because yeah. they were. I don't know if you've ever watched any the documentaries. I'd give up the Church
1: of Scientology to hang out with Katie Holmes.
0: They, and Jamie Foxx, no. Yeah. Um, the Church of Scientology, the stuff they they were doing with him as well. Like, they were grooming him. It was like he was being groomed. Yeah, they're it was a cult. really fucking weird.
1: They're a cult. I know they're a cult. Um, anyway, but, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, no, but he might us, be, like, friggin... He's, I would say, he's he's Hollywood's best stunt actor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know... Like, I, in terms I, of actors who do their own stunts.
0: I don't know how you feel about, like... You probably know my viewing preferences is usually dog shit, but interesting. I always aim for that nice. It's a it's a really shit film but fuck it's interesting. One of the films that is very much in that category is Night and Day. Tom Cruise, the spy for oh yeah, he plays, I saw like, that an yeah. immortal spy essentially. Um, like the scenes like where he's like he's like oh, I just got shot, and just takes it out and then uh, Paul Dano is like some sort of super scientist. Anyway, yeah, um, he does all his own stunts in, in that as well. And that shit is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is like him being flung into cars. It's an alright film. (laughs) It's it is it's very much turn your fucking brain off and just watch this silly silly movie. Yeah, and I think Cameron Diaz always got way too way too much praise for being a comedy actress because she is not good in that. But like the scenes in which she's just being a human being and not a walking cartoon. But Tom
1: Cruise plays what people think Tom Cruise is now. Yeah, he doesn't play himself. He plays what people think he is. That's been a, going on for years. Do
0: you remember a cocktail, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no night and day. It's a hot fucking mess. But it is the kind of film that I think would be made in the in the Mission Impossible universe. <laughs> I mean, everything's so dark and serious. In I think Mission the whole
1: Impossible. idea was what if some random person met Ethan Hunt? Yeah, you're like you're a fucking nut job.
0: Yeah, you're, what the Fuck is going on here. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I think that's one of those films. I think my problem is that this year I've been watching so much of this fucking. Like I've been watching weird Oscar buzz movies and documentaries and stuff more than I've been watching like popcorny movies. I've seen all the superhero. But all stuff. the best
1: movies are ones that are nonsense.
0: Like I saw, I saw the Marvel movies and I saw obviously Justice yeah, actually League. Yeah, it's required and stuff. by law to watch it. Justice League and Wonder Woman. I... Was Wonder Woman this year? No, no Wonder Woman was year. last year. Um, yeah, but I've seen all the all the random Marvel movies and stuff, but. Just not had not had time for other franchises. I think I forgot a lot of what happened. I think the, in the thing is
1: event. with Mission Impossible is that you kind of can't believe that they keep getting better. Yeah, and you keep expecting the next I, one to suck.
0: I disagree. I disagree, but I disagree in a way where it's I know it's based on my opinion. They
1: shouldn't have this hit ratio though. Yeah, they should. They've made have, seven films. That's true, that and that only one of them sucks, and one of them's
0: eh. Which one's the one that's eh three. for you? Three.
1: J.J. Abrams one.
0: I fucking love Free. It's got really say, good running. It's got. I was going to say Free run-in. is the best one for me.
1: Nah, first and Rogue Nation so far. No, but I was I'll go watch go Fallout a One
0: and then the others in Ghost
1: Protocol. I can see like Ghost Protocol is a good fun film.
0: Is Ghost Protocol four. Yeah. Okay, let's have let's play a game. Let's oh, see if we can God. name the Mission Impossible films. So you got six one, now, two, 3
1: it? Mission Impossible M.I. Two. Yeah. Go. Mission Impossible Three is the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ghost Protocol is friggin The fourth one. Fourth one with Brad Bird. Fifth yeah. one's Rogue Nation. Sixth one's Fallout. So there's six, not seven. Six.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. So for, a number three. So for me, it goes three, one, and then and then the rest like four, five, and six or six. Whatever. Because I haven't seen six, so five and then four and then and then two. This is the biggest pile of shit. Like I I I stand by. I remember, Do
1: Grace Scott's in that film because he was going to be Wolverine and yeah. and he left the role to be in Mission Impossible. Oh, wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> He has a really good scene in which he has a cigar cutter, though.
1: Mission Impossible is why Hugh Jackman's a star. No. He, Mission Impossible 2 is why Hugh Jackman's a star. No. If Dugray Scott didn't leave that role, Hugh Jackman would still be doing friggin' Guys That's, and Dolls on West End.
0: I spoke about it early earlier, <laughs> and I stand by it. Kate and Leopold is a great fucking movie. <laughs> um, but yeah. Review something, you cock. Uh, my, next, my next review is going to be nice and boring. Uh, Preacher series 3 is on series 3 already. Yeah, series 3 just ended. Oh. Um it was good. It was it was really really good. It's really interesting. Deviated completely away from the comics now. We are no longer That's okay. in the comic territory. I think the closest thing we've got to it is that they've introduced the Allfather, but they've killed him off quickly, they killed him off in the comics. Um they've introduced a vampire foil for Cassidy. So um, they've introduced someone who was a vampire for hundreds of years, and he's like showing him all the powers he can get. But there's a darker side to it. Um, you know, th- the religious stuff's more in it. There's they finally go to where Cassie grew up, so you see the water, the water coffin that they put him in to torture him. Have you read Preacher? Nah. Oh. So preaches a really good comic about a guy who gets the powers of Genesis. Genesis is the baby born from when a devil and an angel have sex. It's hot. I know. But Genesis, because it's against the ideals of God, they were meant to be separated and they were never to fall in love, they were never to breed, it shouldn't have happened, has the power of the word of God. Oh. Yeah. Which means that he can say anything and his commands are done by humans. Now, Genesis can't exist on its own. It's like a spirit, it's like a soul. So it goes inside the body of Jesse Custer, a preacher in a small town. When it goes inside of Jesse Custer's body, it kills everyone in the village. Nice. This is the comics. Um, And he goes on an adventure to try and find God, because there has to be something that can be done about the power, but at the same time, he can't release Genesis to another human, because there are ways of doing that, because if he's to release it to another human, Genesis is like a child. It is essentially a child. Mm. So it learns from how he uses that power. And yeah. if he uses it wrong, that baby will develop into the next Antichrist, essentially. Sweet. Um, along the way, he's, he meets the son of Jesus, who this secret religious sect have actually just been inbreeding Jesus' siblings to make sure the blood's as pure as possible. Sexy. So by the time that they come along, and this is set in modern day, but modern day back then was like 98, 2000s, uh, there's just this inbred yokel. And the only thing they can get him to do is do a tap dance routine. <laughs> which he can do perfectly but he can't sing oh. so every time he stops to sing he's going wah,
1: wah, put it on the ricks yeah.
0: essentially um is that in the show though
1: because that's in true. the show as well yeah they
0: yeah. actually introduced that in the show as well um in the show a little bit more interesting in the comics they they keep him locked away in this massive like in this massive base in israel where they've got mm. all the the church people like hidden away from in a nuclear bunker um in this they they've, they've advanced science enough because there's always in the comics there was originally this idea that they had the most advanced tech and science because they were just they had all the money Hmm. they'd always been invested all this money mass over years and years and years um and in this they've used that money to create scientific experiments and produce stuff so they've been cloning jesus on mass so in this series they introduce the idea of they're trying to force genesis into jesus using this thing every time they do it the jesus clone explodes and it goes back inside jesse um, and nice. they're like, and by the end of the series, the building that they've housed all these clones in accidentally opens up, so you've got all these Jesus clones wandering around now. And the final shot of the series is this one Jesus clone is just walking along one in of the road, and you just see him, and he's like the he's in the foreground, and then and no in the in the background, and then in the foreground, you just see another Jesus just walking along, and he sees sees his clone, he looks over and he's he like ah! and, he ah! and they just walk <laughs> on in opposite directions. <laughs> um In this series, we're introduced to Hitler. Nice. Um, Arseface went to hell Arseface is a boy who tried to kill himself he failed so he's got an arse like face now so he's got like his cheeks are pursed and his mouth is tucked in his dad was the sheriff in the small town that Jesse Custer exploded in um he hates jesse custer because jesse custer told his dad to go fuck himself so his dad carved his dick shoved up his own ass um he died of internal bleeding uh no sorry external bleeding i'm guessing eternal of, bleeding eternal bleeding um and so in the comics he's on a task to go and hunt down jesse in the tv show jesse tells him to go to hell so he ends up in hell with satan and and hitler and hitler turns out to be a really nice guy in the, in their hells, in each of their private hells, they just relive the moment that kind of doomed them. Yeah. And with Hitler, you basically get this scene in which Hitler's there with his girlfriend talking about his art and he's very passive and he asks for a bit of cake, an extra flaky piece of strudel. Hmm. And, and, uh, and the scenes play out really well. Every so often there's like this rising moment in which like a Jewish person will actually knock into him and he'll be like, it'll be like, oh, and he'll be like, I'm so sorry. And it's like, you are completely forgiven. Like that. It's just like, you know, like we keep expecting that catalyst to happen. Yeah. And then it finally does happen. It happens because a fat guy who's also German gets this flaky bit of, bit of fucking strudel. And then the person who's serving them and who served him first, because he had been in the restaurant longer, turns out the person that was serving them was a downtrodden Jewish boy. And Hitler, <laughs> that's the whole reason Hitler's an asshole. No. It's because this poor Jewish kid served That's the person canon. in order of they That's can... Canon to life. That's canon to life. Yeah. Um, so Hitler's out in this one. He works in Subway. Oh. He starts the Third Reich. And in a great scene, uh, there's someone called the Saint of Killers. The Saint of Killers is the new angel of death. And he's under the command of Satan and, and, and God, to some extent. Um, and he is basically sent to Earth to go get Jesse. Uh, he fails at getting Jesse. And Satan's like, look, don't fucking worry about it. Go after those kids that escaped Hell Street so go get... Face and Hitler because at the end of the second series they escape hell. Um, he goes after them and and uh and gets them and he puts them on this bus which is traveling out. And they just basically it's a bus ride to hell. Nice, it's this almost eternal bus ride that has the worst music, like in Desert so, Bus. Yeah, it's got, essentially like pen,
1: the Pentella game,
0: it is like the Pentella game. Um, yeah. and uh. And what happens is they're accidentally freed by the Third Reich Uprising, which has been started by Hitler, who works in this food court, and he's got all the people in the food court to believe that Jews have caused this issue.
1: And That wouldn't be too hard these days. No,
0: and they turn up, and there was a lot of controversy about this, but they turn up driving a tank, and there's a line of them, and they're all dressed like Nazis, except for one who's dressed like a Nazi, but he has a Make America Great hat on. Yeah. And there was a lot of controversy about it. I was like, that's the kind of people that are in America. Yeah. This is kind of true. Um, but yeah, they all get slaughtered by the Saint of Killers, and then he decides he's going to take Eugene on his journey. They kill Satan because the Saint of Killers is the angel of death. He has these immortal guns. That can, well, he has these guns that can kill anything. That's kind of their power.
1: Guns tend to kill. These anything. are like,
0: these can kill anything, even like mystical no. demons and things like that. Um, and Hitler takes over hell. No. And he asks, what's his first decree? Can I have a piece of strudel? Extra flaky crust. Oh. I don't know if they bring it to. Him. Is um, it
1: like a sequel to the South Park movie? Yeah, a little bit.
0: Um, <laughs> it's like all in all, it's it. It's Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg have clearly gone. We love Preacher. We love the ideas. I think in the Preacher comics, when he does meet the KKK, it's in a different circumstance. He becomes a sheriff of a small town. the The woman who he works with is new to town, and she's actually this black lady and they're getting a lot of like Ku Klux Klan people rising up because she's arresting them for cl- for crimes that they're, they're actually doing mm. and I, I just remember it's, it's so fucking iconic to me I remember I was reading that issue and there's a scene in which Jesse Custer he's not in his sheriff's outfit he's just in his normal clothes he goes up to where they're burning a cross he starts pissing on the burnt upside down cross and then when someone comes up to him there's this big guy and he removes the hood and he goes Firstly, why is it always you inbred fucking mm. hicks that turns around and hates people of colour and says they're the fucking master race? And also, where the fuck is your chin? And it's a go, like, no chin. Like, his yeah. jaw is Im- embedded in his face. And he's just like, what? And he goes, you fucking heard me. And he headbutts him mm. and just starts kicking the shit out of people. And it is just, it is the perfect comic writing. I think Garth Ennis uh, mm. wrote it. Yeah. Um and it's it's just it's it's such a beautiful comic as well. It's written very fifty style, the imagery of it. It's all drawn fifty style, so dot printing and stuff like that. But it is just spectacular. Um and I think the series is like finally it's going like fuck it, let's let loose. Because they've got the mum uh oh, sorry, the grandmother who's like a big villain in the comics, they've got the two guys, um the two guys that work her farm hands or like they're potentially related. One of them's this big hulking fuck who kicked the shit out of Jesse every day from the age of about 14 up until he could kick him back, like kick the shit out of him back, and he never was able to. Hmm. They have this coffin, they put him in, they chuck him underground um, under the um, in the swamp, so it's just got an air tube. And in the comics, he speaks to... He speaks to... Um, um, oh, God, what's his fucking name? John Wayne's... John Wayne, he has like an imaginary John Wayne no. who sits on the no. coffin and speaks to him through the thing because obviously he's raised on this hick shit, so he's only got like cowboy movies and this other stuff, whatever they want him to watch. And the other one is a really freaky fucker. And in this, they play that quite funnily because he he goes, uh, "We need a distraction." He goes, "I can go to the petting zoo." And he's like, "I thought you banned from the petting zoo." He's he like, "They'll probably arrive quicker if they know I'm there." Then <laughs> like that. And then the next scene is just him running with this baby goat, completely naked with his dick wangling. But they've got it blurred out, but <laughs> it's still fully swinging. <laughs> um, just incredible. Like I I recommend this to anyone who's looking for a series that just knows how to take itself. Yeah. it's not too serious it's not too silly the action's fucking phenomenal um, the guy who plays Cassidy he's one of the kids from from um, Misfits you know the English superhero X-Men style show yeah yeah shit show but he was a highlight Joe Guggen, I think his name is or something along those lines he's great in this playing this Irish vampire his his intro scene is a plain scene he's basically he's constantly people trying to kidnap him because he's like a mythical creature he's a vampire but he's just a complete drugged out idiot who keeps like fucking drinking turpentine and shit like that um, and the first scene is him on a plane where they're all like we've paid to see you do your thing he goes oh yeah oh, and then like turns out they're actually the religious sect that end up following Jesse and they've hunted him because he's against God's law so they're trying to track all the vampires down and kill them off mm. so that they're not abominations on the planet and he just kills everyone on this plane in, in detail like smashes bottles stab people stabs people in the jugular and then when he comes down he lands into earth he's just like a puddle Like the top half is is kind of intact and the rest is just a puddle and he's got a little parasol above him because he can't take the sun so he just like, has to heal like that and every so often someone wanders over and he eats it just to build up. It's just fucking great. I recommend preach to anyone. The series is great. They obviously know the source material. If you haven't read the comics as well it's not long. It's not a long series and it ends in the most spectacular way. Again, so many iconic moments. There is shit like you've got the all father who's like the religious leader he is this massive mound of a man who just keeps gorging himself on food and vomiting to make himself be able to eat more just like the Romans just like the whole and that's where Catholicism and all that shit was born so I guess mm. it makes sense that they are these monstrous people doing this weird shit um, and also it, it, there's, um, there's a scene Jesse is a hard-ass in the comics he's a hard-ass in the series the whole series is established this guy who kicks the living fuck out of everyone. And then Cassidy's much the same, but Cassidy's kind of like a Deadpool fighter. Mm. So he can get stabbed, he can get beaten, he doesn't give a fuck. He can get shot, it just doesn't matter. But he needs time to heal. And there's and he's super strong, like super fucking strong. Like he can punch someone and George come off their face. And there's a scene in the bar in which um, Cassidy and Jesse have a confrontation and Cassidy gets so pissed off he swings for Jesse and Jesse catches it and Cassidy goes, your arm should have just fucking come off. And he goes... Get the fuck out of the bar. <laughs> and Cassidy leaves. And then as soon as he leaves, he just holds his hand up and he goes, I think I just broke every bone in my hand. <laughs> Catching that one punch. But it's, it's for a comic to have that level of writing and iconism. And you know, everybody knows Preacher. Even if you haven't read it, you've heard about Preacher. You've seen like some of the covers. You know about it. Never
1: heard it. What's it about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I recommend it. Like it's something I'm clearly very passionate about. I read it when I was young and it was a weird time for me religiously anyway, because I've always envied people of religion. I think mental illness and religion go hand in hand. You often find that a lot of people that are in... And I'm not saying that everyone who believes in religions is fucking nuts. I'm just saying that when you're mentally weak and you're looking for that voice that you can pretend is on your shoulder or something along those lines, it's easy for people that have illness... Just listen and, to me. <laughs> it's easy for those people to be led by religious people like mm-hmm. Scientology, like stuff like that. And so I was looking for a lot of answers and it turns out that the answer is not in this comic but I eventually got there but this comic is very much the idea that anarchy rules. Mm. You can't control everything. There's no point in worrying about it. And uh, I just You eventually got it.
1: your answer after reading 300 by Frank Miller.
0: <laughs> Who has a bigger dick? Um, but yeah I recommend it. I I I give it all the comic, the series, Tom Atkins. They go hand in hand That You have to know both. If you don't know both the series it's it's kind of a Laura Linney. It's high up like it's good the output is good when it does stuff it's good you got stuff like um, what was the film she did where she was a drug addict with a baby Citizen Susie or something and then stuff like um, you've got um, what's the film where she goes nuts not Malone Drive um, oh David Lynch film Where the Cow I can't remember what is, Anyway, what no, Laura Linney's in She's in Arizona yeah she's just Nicolas she, Cage that's when yeah, she, they got the kid she's very very good that's not that's and, not a lost Highway is and the, it's and it's a high. It is it is a high regard I hold this series and um, the comic even higher. But you know, together, Tom Atkins forever.
1: You're a Is it now? Is it now? Yeah. Is it now?
0: Right. Um. I played that God of War. Oh yeah, you borrowed f- my copy. I finished it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I brought it. it's my copy. You no, you didn't ever had touch it. Don't insult me. I need to finish it properly.
0: I need to see a new game. I need to finish a new game plus. Yeah, so I, need I need to, to find all the things.
1: I need to kill some ravens and oh, yeah. shit. But um, yeah, that, that
0: God of War. It's it's really really
1: really really good. I reviewed really it before, good. didn't I? I don't know. Who cares? I don't know.
0: I said my favorite. The most satisfying thing about that is the sound of the axe returning to your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, the whole game is
1: an allegory about father son relationships and. Distant parents and like you know how parents raise their kids and when they don't allow their walk barriers to come down to be personal with the sickness kids. of misinformation right? and everything. And it's like kid, like you know, Kratos basically his wife's died and him and his kid are gonna go scatter of ashes at the highest peak in all of Asgard because you know Kratos is in Asgard in North Nord was it Nordic um, mythology now? Yeah, rather than. Rather than the Greek mythology he was part of the, before, because they ran out of gods for him to kill, I think, it was basically why they stopped setting him there. Uh, he pretty much killed everyone there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was killing titans and all sorts by the end of it. He well, got, he
0: freed the titans to kill the gods. He killed a few titans. He did a kill a few titans. Yeah. One of them betrayed him.
1: Yeah, well, he just loved killing them. But in this one, it's all Nordic mythology, and they go off on a quest, and it's a real sort of like... kind of reminds me of a bit of The Road, we are just sort of going around trying to make their way and they're dealing with whatever shit comes their way as they go along and all this sort of stuff just a father and son
0: it gave me a weird time bandits vibe
1: time no, no, well I don't know it's yeah, just your brain mm. Um. but yeah it, it's a fantastically told story with loads of little really nice like story beats and just the way it, it takes a tiny little element earlier and then pays it off later and it's a proper storytelling um, loads of little tiny elements I don't want to spoil things that happen in it um, but it feels like a really really personal game story by the end of it mm. like which you wouldn't expect from this sort of thing but there's all the little moments of them bonding where they sit there and he tries to tell stories and by the end he actually does tell a really good story yeah. um, but there's all the things where he's trying to tell the story of the tortoise and hare and he's a terrible storyteller and there's little moments where he feels like his son's getting really good at this whole fighting thing and he's Opening up to him and he tells him he's a god and all this sort of stuff, and he thinks things might be okay. He even starts to smile a little bit every now and again, it's old Kratos. Um, and then his son starts getting delusions of grandeur and something's eating away at him. Like, there's a sickness to being a god. Well, you know. no,
0: there's a, there's a sickness to misinformation and there's a cost to lying. Hmm. Like, a serious but cost he, to lying.
1: The kid kind of believes that because he's a god, he's a, he sort of gets it in his head that he can do it, but it's kind of the idea is it's not necessarily him doing that. It's like the, like, the, the dark side of being a god As if, it kind of puts an idea forth that anyone who becomes a god in this world and gets great power could easily be corrupted by it yeah Um and realise when they realise they've got the power Um and he sort of you know they end up in hell and he sees a reflection of himself from earlier he's like that's not me that's not me I wouldn't do that it's like mm-hmm. no no you you went bad kid you stub, stabbed Mordy in the neck and then kicked him off a cliff you little shit Mm. Um, but the way things tie together, like the way it introduces the control schemes to you, where it has you chopping down a tree, it starts let you know. R one is the attack button. Tiny little that first thing. fight.
0: I can't think of a. I can't think of a better sounding game. You
1: know, when you're fighting Boulder at the start in yeah. the yeah and just smacking through everything,
0: it's the sound of the impacts. The cheat. The trees cracking. The ground yeah. falling apart. It's
1: fantastic. And it's massive bloody world. It's like it doesn't. You don't think of it as being an open world game, even though it is kind um, of it, you can go all over the place and the game does open up gradually as you go mm. um there's some real challenge i mean if you want a real challenge you can go and fight tougher enemies earlier on and yeah go and do the tougher challenges i managed to i struggled on one bit So i was determined to free this dragon and the enemies were a couple of levels ahead of me like so i was like having some struggle with it, it took me multiple attempts but i wasn't going to give up i friggin murdered this big old knight thing that was in there eventually um but yeah. It's, so you're
0: doing you're doing the puzzle doors now then, aren't you? The chisel doors at the beginning and stuff.
1: Um yeah, I've done some of those ones. I'm not did fighting do... the Valkyries yet, though, because that's ah, where okay. the Valkyries are. I was
0: gonna say I've done two. I've unlocked the,
1: the doors, but I've not fought the Valkyries. There's like yeah. eight seven or eight Valkyries in all I've done two of, that. of
0: them. The first one mm. I did was fucking tough.
1: Yeah, they're all nuts. That's why I'd I'd probably leave them till last, to be yeah. honest. Because um you pick up all the better armor as you go around anyway. Playing
0: Spider Man's a good companion to that game. Because <laughs> the timing. Mm.
1: Yeah. But it's um yeah. It's fantastic fun. The combat is like it's a the combat works in a way where like you can just have a sort of middle ground level of understanding of how the combat works and still get through it. You can hack and slash as long as you learn how to counter and roll out the way of stuff, mm. you'll probably make it through. But there's loads more depth to it. There's things like stance changing where you do an attack and wait a second to change stance to be able to unlock a different combat. Oh, yeah, you're talking about
0: the charge, aren't you? Not the charge, the push. It's like a you can stance. switch your stance, yeah, so you push and then you switch your stance and then you, you go do
1: an to- attack, leave yeah. it for a second. And you, you st- Sort of stands in a different way. Yeah. Um. Things like the quick turn that I keep forgetting is in there mm. that you can do to switch yourself th- around to smack someone behind you.
0: I just remember when you start the game, it's so easy to forget the Atreus or Atreus.
1: Well, you can't fire arrows that fast at the start and he's kind yeah. of, he doesn't have any effects to his arrows but or anything. You
0: always forget him right at the beginning and then yeah. like there gets a point in the game where you're like instinctively hitting square, square, square and then, yeah. and then going in. Yeah, for once you a can
1: fire fast and stuff and there's a whole I'm not going to spoil the end fight or anything but there's a whole part in the final fight where you're switching between the two of you doing the attacks it's like got you hitting R1 to punch and block you know and then you're blocking and then you get squared to fake Atrius to fire his arrows and shit like that and it's like flicking between two like you're working as one by the end of it kind of reminds me of the whole Walking Dead ending of the game where like Lee is suddenly controlling um, thingy where like you're working together as two characters working as one yeah um but yeah, and it's beautiful, nice understated ending where it has little hints of things to come. Mm. Um stunning graphically like looks great. It's beyond oh, isn't friggin' it? thing. There's like little things like you can see if you like if you were to sit there and stare at the details, you'd see the texture detail drops quite close to the camera and stuff. But because the graphics are so friggin intricately designed and the art design is so good, you don't really care because it's like it's got these really nice shapes and interesting angles, and everything looks unique and you've got a giant fucking snake thing in the distance, and it's, shit like that It's
0: tiny little things that you, you just they don't need to be there, but they are there like the jewels and the, the notches of the axe mm. match what you've got set up. yeah the broons, and they've, got the M, they've got the they've got the runes in them it's yeah like t- you wouldn't even notice it unless you paused it and zoomed in in pitch mode, but they're there just sitting there yeah,
1: And you can make Kratos smile in pitch mode <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, his beards really nice. Mm. And it's um, you know it's just it's weird because it's like it comes from this game series that was like a Spectacle Fighter series, and it's not it's not Dark Soulsies. It's still a Spectacle Fighter in that you're doing crazy action packed combos. Takes a lot and from Dark Souls things like that.
0: That difficulty level is stoop.
1: It starts off really. Steep. I found it right like, after about oh, once you've built up a bit of armor and some new skills, it suddenly gets a bit more manageable. I think it's got a high learning curve at the start. Though.
0: I found I found about halfway through the Dark Elves. That's when I yeah. sort of went, I'm the fucking Yeah, that's the point now. when you've got enough XP
1: yeah. to actually start levelling stuff, though, isn't it? I'm the captain now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's, really, it's weird. It's weird they have taken a game that's like a fast-paced action. Like, the other games weren't as dumb as people think they were. They were like... They had stories that were very, very one-directional, like Kratos is going to kill a shitload of um, gods and monsters and shit like that. That's his whole goal. But they were done in a very arcade action-packed devil may cry style and this one's a lot more it's like if dark souls and last of us had a baby Mm. um and i'm loving the nordic pantheon stuff i'm hoping the next one's definitely going to be set in the same area but there's hints in this one of going to chinese and um celtic and like egyptian stuff as well
0: i wish i wish there was a little bit more of some of the side characters
1: there's no humans that's one thing I found weird yeah. they keep talking about mortals and you never come across any mortals no. the only mortal in the game is your wife and she died but is she a mortal
0: that's actually not true there are a couple in the very beginning second or third area you go to they get killed and they become those white things don't they yeah yeah, just, yeah. Right.
1: but there's you no know, like they keep talking about how you're supposed to interact with mortals but he never actually gets Atreus to interact with a mortal once no.
0: <laughs> but it's um fucking pointless what are they worth
1: yeah they're not worth anything but it's interesting that it sort of calls upon all Kratos' like how he used to kill everything in his sight and all mm. this and reflects on who he is and he's like grown as a person and now he only kills when it's necessary. He's all about survival. You don't want no trouble. It's Jackie Chan.
0: It's when it's <laughs> when you kill big things and he yeah. like his son talks about like, Did you see that? Do you see that thing that you just and it's like, Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's got some big scale stuff. I don't think it has any giant scale boss fights that are like on the same scale as in stuff in the previous games, but then again, with the camera as close as it is, they probably wouldn't work. It'd be tough to pull off those fights because there are a be... couple
0: of bits where I was like, "This could so easily become one of those boss fights." You know, yeah. the you know the ancient dragon that gives you the words, the gives oh. you the access to the dragon, yeah, not the dragon, the giant, yeah, yeah, the, the massive world fucking serpent. snake, yeah, that thing yeah gave me some real weird feelings in my him, like you don't actually fight him though no he's no. a good lad, yeah he is he just he good lad. let's he's
1: just sail inside him for one bit yeah. but um yeah it's it's a fantastic game, and there's never any cuts in the story, like the camera never pulls away it, there's there is moments where the screen fades to black or something when you're going into a dark area and it's like blatantly transitioning the load into another scene yeah but that happens in spider man yeah well, it's yeah. cleverly cleverly hiding it, but it's not like. It always keeps the camera moving and mm. stuff during cutscenes. Um, but, yeah. Uh, when did that game come out? This year? Yeah, Game of the Year. Beginning so of the Year, I think. Yeah, it's fan-bloody-tastic.
0: Yeah, I bought it on release.
1: And they put God of War 3 as a PS3 download this month. Yeah, have I've got it. I've got the original version. It's weird. It's so weird, it's weird going weird back to it the
0: remastered now. version. The remastered version looks a lot better than the PS3 version. Yeah. But it's weird.
1: Well, cause it's much faster. yeah. Yeah, very different combat.
0: Well, no, it's not even, it, it doesn't even feel like God of War one or two. God of War three. I'd never played God of War three oh, before. Yeah. Oh, no. I love God of War three. It's good, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel like God of War one or two or Chains. God of War, War three or... is the
1: only one out of those original three, the only ones that count. Yeah, um, where it does what the it does the thing that the first two failed at because the first two always had a massive, great, big, really cool feeling fight right at the start of the game, and mm. they never quite match that for the rest of the game. In
0: this one, it's just fucking Third going one, up. Yeah,
1: it never yeah. stops. Like, it's ridiculous. I completed
0: Hades and I was like, well, that was that was a bit, yeah, it that gets, went a bit crazy. And it, then it's like the next year I'm like, well. I it guess gets
1: a bit more ridiculous than that. Yeah. Do you remember how Kratos was in God of War and he's got a fight, you know, um, Kratos in Mortal Kombat as a yeah. DLC character. Um, his arena from that is where you have a fight later in the game and it basically turns the game into a 2D brawler for one <laughs> section. <laughs> um, it's brilliant fight when you're fighting Zeus at that point. God of War 3 oh. is great, but it does, that actually escalates as you go. Yeah.
0: Um, God of War 2, you start with the. Well, God, of 1 or God of War 1? God of War 1's got that
1: serpent fire at the start and nothing matches it. The, the Hydra. Whole way through the game. Yeah, the Hydra, yeah. Yeah, and then the second God of War one has 2, a Titan. Cyclops. Is it Cyclops? It was a Titan, wasn't it? Oh, no, it's it was Cyclops. It's the Colossus of Rhodes, the big statue that you fight oh, at the start. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it fucking is. Yeah, because that was awesome.
0: Because I get that mixed up with the second level. How you Hercules. fight a fucking statue? The Disney Hercules game.
1: You fight a Hydra at the start of the Disney Hercules game. No, the
0: second level was the. the the giant one-eyed monster. Is it? Yeah, Just you know. Dick. um <laughs> yeah. it, also, it also reminds me a lot of uh, Devil May Cry 4.
1: I did like Devil May Cry 4. <laughs> you
0: fight the giant angel statue.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Devil May Cry 4 wasn't good. No, it wasn't. Anyway, God of War. Really good. Right. It's fantastic. Game of the year.
0: Yeah. So far. Yeah. Who knows? Who Who fucking knows? or well, yeah. Spider-Man's so good. Who
1: knows? But who got your third review? You?
0: Yeah. So, my third review, um, I always top it off with a fucking Netflix review, don't I? Have you got four reviews, haven't you, so you need? I am always top off with a fucking Netflix review, don't I? I what? just need two more. I've got Netflix and I've got yeah. Else. Yeah. someone else. Like, someone else must sleep. Just quickly. Like... Eh. Uh. Um, so, my, my third review, uh, this week is gonna be I, uh, Iron Fist Season 2. Oh, you finished it? Finished watching it today.
1: Well, I've only watched the first episode, so shut up.
0: I'm not gonna do any spoilers. Not gonna do any spoilers. I am just going to talk about Iron Fist. I'm not going to talk about Defenders. Of um, the Earth. Not going to talk about Luke Cage although Misty Knights in this series. Yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, not gonna spoil it all for you. Um so Iron Fist is dead. <laughs> no. No. Don't spoil um, it. you know the gen you know the general premise. You, you know who's back and what's happening, right?
1: Well then it was the first episode.
0: Okay. So a lot of the characters from season one return. There's a lot of
1: it tends to happen in shows. Well, apart from men behaving badly.
0: Well, you say that, but I think season one was problematic.
1: It wasn't very good.
0: No, it's the least good out of the lot. I thought that they were going to wipe the slate and start going for something different. Hmm. They didn't. No, they carried they straight embraced on. Embrace it all, and they're going forward. Um, we're getting a more likable Danny Rand. Um, the first
1: episode felt like um, they were trying to get that arrow tone, bit like more light-hearted crime-fighting fun.
0: One of the things that makes this so different from the other series is that Danny Rand can operate in the daytime. Yeah. Because he's not black, he's not blind, and he's not a woman. Yeah. So he's not free of the people that police will shoot if they see them. So, straight away, that's a benefit, isn't it? Yeah. It's not called shooting. It's not called murder, for it, it's called manslaughter. I learned this. Huh. Uh, but anyway, so Danny Rand is still the Iron Fist. He's still trying to find his place in the world now that Kunlun's down, disappeared, it's over. Um, and he's still trying to work out what the history of this is.
1: They really washed over Cunlan being destroyed, didn't they? Yeah,
0: they don't really talk about it very much. I
1: think their plan was for that to be a bigger deal, and it was just kind of, by the time they got to making Defenders, they were just like, let's just do
0: Probably should have spent more money that. on that set then, shouldn't they? Yeah. Because there's two polystyrene rocks and some snow. Yeah. It looked really shit, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, um, a lot of people from Danny's past when he was on Cunlan's return, and there's a lot, of, a lot about, um, a lot of this is about whether or not he's worthy to be the Iron Fist because he's failed at the one thing the Iron Fist was meant to do and that's protect Khan Long. Mm. So what is his place in the world now? He is, as we as we find him, like where he is in the series at the beginning is that he's replaced Daredevil because Daredevil was missing after the end of the Defenders. Well, they assume he's dead yeah. and Danny sort of agreed to take the mantle and clean up the streets. He's trying to keep Colleen away from this because he doesn't want her to get hurt and also he believes that
1: because no superhero ever has let a woman fight yes. by the side.
0: It's not that she is constantly <laughs> it never she's constantly referred to, to being, as being a badass and being more competent than Danny. Mm. Everybody is very aware of who she is and how good she is. The problem is more that he's worried that he's going to lose more people from his life because he's lost his dad, he lost his adopted father, or what did? Just everything.
1: once, I want one of these shows to be like, yeah, you're pretty good at fighting, just game.
0: Well, I'm not going to, as I am going to ruin it. There are things that change, the status mm. quo changes. It's it's actually the last. Two episodes, really interesting stuff does happen. Hmm. And it's kind of nice. Um but anyway, so um yeah. The series as a whole feels better. Feels more fleshed out. The first
1: episode was fun. Just the whole opening sequence in beating up a whole bunch of yeah. guys who are like, robbing some shit and he just punches the front of a well, truck.
0: That that whole <laughs> beginning thing actually means something for the rest of the series. Yay. And it's nice. Um like that is the catalyst for everything that happens and is sort of the first chess piece. Mm. It was
1: nice. Um, I don't know if Danny knows how to play chess. There was one thing that bothered me in the first episode. He said he didn't know who SpongeBob SquarePants is. You there's said no this on way. You there's no Twitter. way a ten year old didn't know who SpongeBob SquarePants is. He's been gone fifteen years, right? Not twenty. SpongeBob started in nineteen
0: ninety nine. Uh, so, um, couple of couple of bits are a bit disappointing. It's important law. Uh, Danny. Danny is since Luke Cage season two. Danny is almost playing Luke Cage's conscience. Hmm. He's like the brighter side to crime fighting and he shows him, look, you don't need to intimidate everyone. You can be this person and then also be another person. I would probably suggest getting a better base of operations than a fucking barbershop, though. And that's obviously Luke Cage has different ideas about... He sort of
1: puts the the idea in his head of, you know, being a hero for hire a little bit. Yeah. Like a, series, a whole Hedge, bunch of people do in that series. Luke Cage is
0: very much, uh, he's influenced by his time in prison and, and the people that were around him at the time of him sort of trying to mm-hmm. take back power. Whereas Danny is, Danny was taught about the peace and yen and all these other ideas that work in his favor. Zen. 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 Not yen. <laughs> yen, yen. Yen's a currency. Yen yang, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and that comes into it. There's a lot of good ideas flowing oh. around in the series.
1: I think the dojo looks really good as an apartment. Yeah, it does. I kind of want to live there.
0: Well, they've still got a dojo thing down below. Like Ah, they, you find out, you find, this isn't actually a spoiler, but you find out that in between series, Danny has been spending a lot of time training down in like the basement. Yeah, yeah. And he's been training by just powering up the iron fist and kicking the shit out of sheet metal to see. How far he can push himself, how much further he can go, yeah. how much power is actually in this.
1: The thing is, he doesn't know how to use all the powers, does he? Because there's that no. whole thing in the first series where he didn't know he could heal himself with it. Yeah, no And idea. it's like, because there's more to it, isn't there, in the comics and stuff. Well, I've never really read Iron Fist, but I know he's got more than just punching stuff hard.
0: Iron Fist in the comics is, he's a master martial artist. Yeah. Like, um, confusingly, there's also Master of Kung Fu, who is the guy who trains Spider-Man... When Spider-Man loses Spider Sense, ah. he trains him to have this form of martial arts. Played aspersi- by the RZA. No, uh, <laughs> I can <laughs> believe
1: the RZA is a master of kung fu. <laughs> in
0: in uh, in Spider-Man, well, he's a master. He's got Iron Fist, the Man of Iron Fist. Um, he's a blind kung fu master in George He was. Yeah. he
1: trained Storm Shadow.
0: I fucking love RZA. <laughs> he's
1: a vegan. He can't act.
0: He's a vegan. Yeah, yeah. He? Oh. he can act. Man Man of Iron Fist is great. Does he manage to say words Like a human Yeah it's got Russell Russell Crowe in it yeah. Russell Crowe has a scene In which he emerges Out of a bathtub With a prostitute And he emerges Between her legs And in his mouth He's got some anal beads He's pulled over her ass, And just takes her around. And he goes Well We best be getting back To that then shall we And <laughs> the dog's back down I'm like Russell Crowe Dave Batista's in that Yeah Yeah That was yeah, like We talked about it last time didn't we? Yeah he, No I don't think we did uh, No uh, I've got Man of Iron Fist 2 On Blu-ray Not as good as the first but it is, yeah. it, oddly enough, Man of Iron Fist 1 is very much... But he's all, not the
1: Iron Fist. No. The secret defender of Cunlan. No. The one who inherited the Iron Fist. He no. fought a dragon. Yeah. He never fucking shuts up about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that there's there's less to transferring the Iron Fist. So in the comics, there's a whole ritual and there's a way that you have to do it and you have to earn it and part of the thing is fighting the dragon. In this, it turns out it's just a tattoo. There's an app. And there's a tattoo and there's like a little like hand-touching thing and then you're done. Yeah. Uh, Which is irritating. But anyway, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil any of the series because I think that you'll appreciate the stuff that happens. And as I said, it's like a chess game and a lot of the players don't know they're playing a game.
1: Um, I've heard some people saying it's like it's in the better half of these shows they've done so far.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like it's top six.
1: Yeah. How many series have they done? Seven. About eight. <laughs> it's top five. Okay, well, Daredevil 1, 2, Punisher, Jessica Jones 1, 2, Luke Cage 1, and 2, De- no, Defenders. No, 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 top six was accurate. Top six There's was accurate. It's 10 series.
0: So it's the first five Daredevil, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones, Punisher, and then Iron Fist Season 2. And well, then Luke season Cage. one Luke, Luke Cage Season 2 wasn't that great.
1: Luke Cage Season 2 is fantastic. It wasn't that great. It really was. I
0: great. think the best thing about Luke Cage Season 2 wasn't Luke Cage, and that's a detriment. His
1: dad's fantastic. His dad's and fantastic. He's dead now.
0: Bushmaster's incredible. Yeah. The problem is that both of them aren't really given much to do other than be, hey, they your dad's making an really amends. Well, and then Bush Tucker's like, I'm going to work Tucker. with you. Yeah, Bush Tucker, Bushmaster, Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. Yeah, uh, Bushmaster. Uh, but yeah, no, um, I'm for season two. There's a lot more to it. It feels like they really know what they're doing with these shows now. Mm. Um, I think they're moving away from moving away from trying to be something they're not and they've got their Let's own narrative. This be lighter.
1: Ideas. Pardon? They need to let at least one of them yeah. be lighter.
0: I, I'm disappointed that they didn't do what I was hoping they'd do, because the best parts of season one were the faux martial arts film, where you had like, the people come out, and you had like, the drunken master and at yeah, 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 the door. Yeah. Best parts of that series, best fights, were always when they really embraced that martial arts, that kung that yeah. fu, because that's what the comics were. Get Jackie were, Chan in the film. Then, the, the, the comics series. were... All the comics were were like, well, people are really into these Bruce Lee movies. Let's make a Bruce Lee. Oh, we can't even be Asian. No. White Bruce Lee. Let's do that. <laughs> it's
1: more impressive if it's a white person.
0: Well, that's that's kind of the thing. That's where Master of Martial Arts came from. So Master of Martial Arts, go guy who taught Spider-Man um, how to fight without his... Because it turns out that in the comics, a lot of what Spider-Man does is his spider sense. So yeah. where how he knows where stuff is when danger's coming, his mind, the way that everything's processed, his body, all his athleticism comes from that. Yeah. So once he loses his spider sense, he's a bit clumsy. So instead, he learns martial arts, and there's like a special form of martial arts that that um, the this master of martial is pretty arts. tiny. Yeah, there's a special form of martial arts that the, the master of martial arts comes up with, and it's like a he he says that it's a mix of about six different ones, and one of them he says is this is a method that's taught in kung and it's one of the methods of the. They have like a a ninja, like Inkan lun That's like a stealth assassin. Yeah. And they basically have these like spiked boots, and they hide up in corners and stuff, and they nice. drop down like and, Batman
1: in yeah. Batman v Superman. And like
0: Batman v Superman, <laughs> uh, one of those
1: turns around. He's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where in the is it? Ah! <laughs> I'm spinning away. <laughs> you can't shotgun me. Uh, um, that film fucking hell uh, but yeah i am In the comics is interesting it came from a it, it could only happen in the 70s or 80s it could never happen now he's so racist
1: no, no I want to see um, Jack Quentin Tantino do a Heroes for Hire movie as a I, black exploitation film I
0: want him to just make the fucking um, snap zooms and everything I want him to make that movie that he said he was going to make because you remember the you I know the like James 90, Bond the 99 who are the the ones from Kill Bill
1: oh yeah the Crazy 88
0: Crazy eighty eight. So he said that he was gonna make a film in which the Crazy Eighty eight rebanded and they like they actually got to eighty eight and one of the people that was in like their trials was like this guy who they murder and then his brother becomes a martial arts master and it's all about him taking down the eighty eight. Nice. I thought that sounded incredible it sounds like a really like sounds like a live action Samurai Jack. Yeah. And I fucking love Samurai Jack, I'd love to see that. But no, they didn't make it. Didn't do anything with it. Um, and then
1: Tarantino has a lot of ideas.
0: Yeah, he just doesn't do anything. I hope with.
1: he doesn't make a Star Trek film.
0: I kind of. I nice don't want him
1: to make a Star Trek
0: film. I want to see him make a Star Trek film, but just have it be like you've got Star Trek. You've essentially got like the C Lab version of Star Trek. Don't have
1: Kirk say something racist.
0: Don't have Kirk say something. Well, it doesn't need to be those guys. Uh, it can be like a separate ship. It can still be in the Calvin universe. Is it Calvin? Kelvin. Kelvin. Because it's, it's a JJ Abrams thing. Yeah. It can still be in the Kelvin Air universe, but just have it like be like literally be like the C Lab of space stations. They've been out there for years searching for stuff. They're mm-hmm. tired, they're fed up. Most of most of what they do, most of what they're assigned to do, they're very loose. It's a it's a less less proper, like, less professional environment. And when they do go to planets, they don't always adhere to all the rules, and they're essentially just trying not to fuck up so badly, and they're just trying to get back to Earth because they don't have the coordinates. Have something like that. Have like, it's almost like Lost in Space meets Star Trek.
1: Just the inept.
0: Yeah. Not even inept. Just say that they were like the first warp. They were the first crew to go. You got
1: really drunk and someone teleported the computer (laughs) into space. No,
0: they just, they were the first, they were the first team that were meant to warp at long, long distance. But at the time of warping at long distance, their engineer had installed a core that made everything go wrong. You know, like, Star Trek shit. Like, they have an engineer on board who's worked out a way to make warp drives 300% more efficient. Turns out he calculated it wrong. It's 3,000 times more efficient. Remember the time
1: Reginald Berkeley had a holodeck program that he made where he beats up the other crew members and then fucks Troy? Yeah. (laughs) And he didn't get fired.
0: Do you remember the one where, um, when a man went into warp six turned into a salamander and then yeah. turned the then into captain into a salamander yeah. and then they had babies it wasn't warp
1: 6 It was they went to infinite warp oh and then they yeah.
0: had their babies on a planet yeah they never she mentioned gave birth, again gave birth to hybrid lizard babies they
1: de-evolved and then re-evolved really quickly
0: yeah and then the hybrid lizard babies scattered off so they created a new species on a the planet they had no idea about they had yeah. no idea what they could yeah. bad parents devastated, devastated. bad parents yeah. Um, but yeah like I'm for season 2 I, I, I'd recommend people watch it again it's one of those things if you've got fucking Netflix and why aren't you watching them it's kind of the best thing. i have going really slowly now. through
1: Netflix stuff. I still, haven't really? watched the new series of Archer? Still haven't finished watching. Orange is the new black.
0: Haven't finished Archer. Haven't even started. Orange is the new. I lost interest last series. Mm-hmm. If I'm totally honest, Orange is the new black has lost me entirely. House mm-hmm. of Cards first two series fantastic. Haven't watched any more. Bear Cool Soul first series is done. Not Better Call
1: Soul still the best thing on there.
0: I think I think I need to get into it, but the problem is I was so burnt out because the I current watched...
1: series is doing very very overt links to Breaking Bad. Really? I finally yeah.
0: watched Legion series two. Yeah, and. Legion Series 2 is very much like Iron Fist. Series. Weird as fuck. Legion, <laughs> Legion Series 1 had a lot of issues, a lot of problems, and it was trying too hard for a lot of it. But at the same time, fantastic team, great actors, great ideas, great set designs, great costumes. Fantastic. And then Legion Series 2 builds on that, makes less sense, but it kind of fits with the narrative. Yeah, that's the end David of Legion. Like, holy shit. You see David in full Legion guys yeah, his
1: spike his hell sticking up. With you. My
0: favorite episode of Legion. So, so Iron Fist. I would recommend anyone watch. It's. I'm not going to give it a score because it is. It's one of those things that I think as a whole it does very well, but I don't really feel comfortable giving it a score because it's one of those things that you have to watch the whole thing, and I think the whole thing has its faults, but. I overlooked them during it, but I can't really define it by a score because there's too many episodes, too much shit going on.
1: There's only ten episodes this series.
0: I know, but there's still it's just across that like one moment to do just like oh nine eight nine nine eight. It's it's like one of those things Mm. where there is a dip and there is like issues and it's hard to quantify. There's not
1: as many episodes as all the other shows have had. No, they've started shortening the series. I think they learned from
0: Luke Cage season two. It was too long because there was like a couple of episodes where I just kept going back to the Yardies. That's okay. Hi there, Yardies. I like the Yardies. Yeah, I like the Yardies could have all been done in one episode it was like
1: what Guam and Bredwin
0: yeah um Russ Clark oh Legion that's what I was going to say um I'll review it properly next time because Legion's something that I you did I...
1: review season 2 of Legion didn't you did I yeah I'm sure I mean I did
0: oh I don't know if I did it was great there's one episode of Legion series 2 that blew me the fucking the fuck
1: the alternate dimensions episode yeah, yeah. yeah it's great that
0: that is that should have won awards I don't what my favourite part of awards? the whole
1: season was the opening of the final episode the musical it just turns into a musical plot yeah. scene behind it blue eyes. It starts with a dance.
0: Yeah. And then just goes into... And it has like one, one of find. the
1: coolest representations of a psychic battle ever done.
0: I <laughs> love the episode in which Lenny goes back to drugged out friends. Mm. That was great. Yeah. second that, that was
1: like third, second to last episode. Yeah. It's when she's been given that seed of a thought in her head yeah. to take a thing to a car into the desert. Yeah. And then blows up the car and runs back to it while it's on fire to grab the... Yeah,
0: to grab the sniper <laughs> rifle so that's in this oh, case shit, that's yeah. actually like a... Oh, just that's so that's, it's creative as fuck. It's not just creative; it's like how it, it doesn't give you enough of a line to tell you when it's real and not real. Yeah, and that's good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that I think the Legion series two is head and shoulders the best superhero series of TV that we've had. Hmm. It's right there. What about Inhumans? One. I couldn't even finish that, and I've watched so much shit TV. I haven't watched Token Dagger.
1: All the Runaways.
0: I've watched the Runaways. The Runaways is fine. Yeah. The Runaways is it was never gonna be as good as the comic. The comic was way too quirky and interesting. It's okay. They do a lot more with the budget than I was expecting, but they don't really tell the full story of the first issues. And it's only six comics. They've yeah. like got twelve episodes, they don't tell the full story. It's like Oh right, so do I second know second series? Yeah, do I know where this is going? Wasn't yes.
1: there a new X Men spin off show as well?
0: Um There was some mutant thing, was not there? Oh yeah, there was. There was like uh there was the thing about the family had yeah. uh had uh I don't even know if that was had Bill from True Blood. Suckey ah. Sucker Stackhouse, I love you, I'm English.
1: No.
0: <laughs> I do this accent for fun of my bar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Cajun, I'm a Cajun vampire, then Bill. I love Booker Booker sister. sucker, sucker, booker.
1: Perfect accent. Well done. Thank you. You nailed it. Alright.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, your review, Ant.
1: Um, I watched uh, The Power of Grace the Complete history or something like that of He Man because you know, He Man, everyone loves He Man, so you know, the toys that made us show. And mm-hmm. it was all like it's a fun, wacky, zany look at a toy, it's like, Oh, I made the He Man toys, and then this thing happened, and this thing happened, yeah. And they made He Man, and the girls didn't like that, so they made She Ra and stuff. Well, um, friggin' this one, stop playing around on your phone. I'm not, I'm this. not
0: doing it.
1: Fucking he, this thingy. Show Power Grace Goal is like a proper hour and a half long documentary about the entirety of He Man's history. Yeah, it goes right from the start. The inspiration for it it works its way through the making of the toys. How they went, oh shit, we better make a TV show about this. The making of the show goes through the film they did, the new Adventures of He Man, the new cartoon they did in the two thousands. The toys, Frank Langella's in it. He gets interviewed, and he's fucking delightful. Is he? Yeah, and Dolph Lundgren's in it. Yeah. So the whole I've heard,
0: thing I've only heard Dolph Lodgeon say good things about that. He was really upset they didn't get to make the sequel when it became Cyborg.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so as Cyborg was the sequel it was supposed to be a Spider-Man film as well, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, they consolidated the sets and stuff they'd built for um Master of the universe and Cyborg and Spider-Man and <laughs> I mean that. Uh, but um yeah, this documentary it doesn't have a narrative on it. It's, the entire thing's told through interviews and stuff and it's all just, you know, cribbing parts of the interviews to tell the story that way and it's all very clear like despite not having anyone forcing the direction a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a delight to watch because it's like a much more in-depth take on how they sculpted the original characters, what their plans were, how they made like models without articulation so they could get the look of the models first before they started cutting them up to make toys that were just like... because you know, like, toys at the time were very straight arms and, you know, sometimes they'd have a hinge in their elbows or something, but He-Man figures were like bulky, like lumps of meat in man form and it talked about how they would like repurpose certain characters like repurpose the molds for them to make new characters up and stuff like that and how they jumped the shark a little bit when they started just churning out hundreds of characters because they just you know had to do more um but probably the best part of it is when they're going over the film when they're showing like they show loads of designs that were never used for the film like character designs they show loads of artwork and stuff that i've I've never seen before Mm -hmm. and i know that film pretty well i've watched it quite a few times um But the best part is the Frank Nangella, where he's sitting there talking about how, you know, back then, he's like, I was pretty ripped. I was in really good shape, and I had abs and muscles, and I wanted to show them off, and they wouldn't let me. He said, I wanted a costume, like the costume from the the cartoon. Yeah. And apparently he was, like, really big in deciding how Skeletor would look. He really wanted this bony look to him and all the masks. Because they were talking originally about having, like, a robotic skeleton face. Yeah and things like that. Like and an animatronic like one. And he wanted a skeleton face. He just wanted his eyes coming through and that was it. Mm. Um But then he starts talking about how out of all the roles he's ever played, he probably had more fun playing Skeletor than anyone else. He said, like, because he does Shakespeare and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's like, it's his chance to really chew the scenery yeah. and enjoy it. Um And there's just like, fantastic. he says it was a bit disappointing he didn't get to the final fight. He was a stuntman for that. Oh. He's like, I'm really looking forward to that. But... Um, but yeah, he really loved. He, he loved making the film. And Dolph Lundgren's very like. You know, they pushed things a bit far. They had to change loads of things because budget and things like that. Yeah. Because um, you couldn't do Orko in a film like that without no. chucking Spielberg money at it. Yeah. Um,
0: and also, they were like, they were very worried that they were going to make a children's TV show movie. Yeah. Well, there,
1: there was all sorts of stuff like they couldn't show him ki- He-Man killing stuff and like no, because yeah. we're making a film. He's going to kill Rivers, something. Yeah. Like. Because they had all these strict rules about them And I think what the what Funimation and Hasbro and Mattel were expecting was them to make basically like a film version of the kids' show, whereas they were going to take the ideas of the show and make Conan the Barbarian yeah. <laughs> just less violent. Yeah. Um. But it still had quite a lot of grim stuff in it. I think some monsters get their arms cut off and stuff. One monster gets his hand cut off in one point. There's a
0: good battle with some lasers where people get shot with lasers and there's some nice effects. And there's
1: a bits where they're flying around on the scooters and stuff. Yeah. Should have got Courtney Cox in the interview, though.
0: Um, well, she spoke about it before.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a fun fucking film. That film. It's a weird
0: film. I yeah. I I'd, I'd never. I, despite <laughs> me saying earlier that that nostalgia is fully in its in its you know we're all in its throes, I would never um I'd never accuse it of being a good movie.
1: Outrageous. But um, well, I love the costume designs in that film. Like if the whole thing had been set in Eternia that would have been amazing. But they had to set it on Earth because you know. That probably saved them a lot of money. It's a lot you know, of money to process. fly to Eternia. Yeah, it is, especially get all the crew there back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> just they were shown stuff like all the early costume designs where yeah. He Man was completely wearing gold armor and stuff, and they sort of tried to. Had Mattel wanted them to make it look like the costume from the show, and he's like, "We can't; it, it would look shit." So they had to come up with their own costume design stuff. Um, but yeah, it, that stuff's really good. But then they talk about new adventures of He Man, how these Japanese animators for it, and it did have a much more. Anime style, it's all sci-fi rather than mysticism. I really liked New Adventures of He-Man when I was a kid. I love that cartoon. See, I didn't it's mind He-Man when I was
0: a kid, but it's 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 better now that I'm an adult. If yeah, this you, is you
1: would have had to watch it in hindsight, though. You never watched it when it was first on. No, I had. I had. The, I
0: had the other series of He-Man. Oh, the
1: 2001 that? series, yeah. yeah, the Cam Clark one. Yeah, I love that series. That yeah, that's I was, great. I was like what 14. They out got out time. screwed over with that show. Like, that should have had another series at least because it was leading up to it's She-Ra 20, and Hordak. 20 episodes, wasn't it? No, there's two series. There's 24 episodes in each series. In each. Um, But the second series was leading up to introducing Hordak and She-Ra mm. and they have, like, this whole thing where we're going to bring Hordak into the world and then because they got cancelled they just crushed this entire castle in the last episode. <laughs> just went, fuck it. Like, screw it. Um, that series was great. Um, they went over the designs of those figures and the company that made them and then how they're making those new classics figures now. Yeah. That look like the old ones, but they're done with modern detailing and, and materials. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, they look really good, those new mm. figures, they do. Um, but yeah, the documentary is well worth watching. It's a really solid look It at, sounds,
0: it sounds good. I mean, for the Frank Legend stuff alone. Yeah, because he's, he's a delight. He is. Good Have a, you seen Frank he played Nixon. <laughs> Have you seen yeah. Frank and Robot? No, no, I know that uh, film there. Frank and Robot. It's the yeah. soundtrack's done by Francis and the Light, which is the which I didn't realise. I watched it ages ago. But it's it's all about him planning a heist for a little robot. Nice. It's just delightful. <laughs> Music's really good. It's really delightful. Yeah. This one's um, got
1: like um this film's got all this Symphony eighty synth wave so music. Playing fucking
0: in it. good in front in um, in uh, Frost vs. Nixon.
1: Yeah. Such a good film. Obviously Skeletor's his best performance.
0: He it's, I, <laughs> I I I I often think back about that, that performance, and I can remember it. Just looks like someone put a bunch of bunch of fucking toothpaste on their face.
1: <laughs> Great, it's all bony and shit. Um, and they got that weird guy with the blades on his head, and there's that weird. Yeah. They got that weird lizard guy that they kill really early.
0: They don't have. They don't have man at, man at war. Or, man at arms, isn't it? Man at arms.
1: Yeah, this is um, the only characters, isn't it, from the comics on He Man's side, are Man at Arms and Teela. Yeah.
0: Isn't Man at Arms doesn't he have the changeable face though?
1: No, that's Manny Faces. Oh
0: Manny Faces. Yeah. There we
1: go. Yeah. You should I mean, know your you He-Man mean, characters, though. You Mechanic, Stinkor. You remember He-Man.
0: Beast Man. Yeah, I remember Beast Man. Um, <laughs> Come here, Beast Man. So I, I like i I'm, Chase me, He-Man, chase me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I spoke about this about this before, but the most recent He-Man series? Yeah, the
1: two thousand one series, yeah.
0: No, there's another one.
1: No, two thousand one series is the last He-Man it's series. The last series. So there's one a, with Cam Clark as He-Man.
0: Uh, okay. So that got rid of a lot of the lot of the lovely stuff from the A.E. series. I don't know if you remember Skeletor's Not Nice. No. where he helps the I am kids. not nice. I'm not nice. It's like he helps the kids and they go, Skeletor's you the puppy. You're not that bad a person. He goes I'm not nice and drops the puppy and runs in the opposite direction after I think he that Christmas the kids.
1: special's fantastic. Yeah. No, um, he saves the kids. He takes them all the way home. Yeah, no, then he runs then they no, no, at the end. no, no, gets invited to a party. Does he? Yeah. They I have a party really on no, He no, like it's. Christmas apparently or oh, they don't call it Christmas in this but he, they invite him to stay at the party oh, have you seen stones? how
0: handsome he was before the accident
1: when he was Lord Keldor it's yeah. so hot yeah he'd melt his face Fucking melted so hot
0: and yeah. then he gets his face melted by magic no um thingy he was going to acid yeah he
1: was going to acid at the king but the king knocked it back and it lands on him yeah and like, ah, him. And then fuck! he made a deal with Hordak they give him a backstory he never had that in the original cartoon did you not no Oh, yeah, that was a new. That was new for the two thousand one series. Yeah, but, um, because
0: I, I watched. Yeah. I've watched. a have got a skeletal
1: somewhere from that.
0: <laughs> Those are actually really good figures. Those are the ones that came in the cool purple. They all
1: had that weird really thin waist. waist.
0: Like yeah, but they were taller, weren't they? Yeah, they had the um, TNT and Ninja Turtles style. So yeah, they're the really later good figures.
1: Good figures, but yeah, that Master Universe documentary though, Powell Grey Skull is well on Netflix. Watching. Yeah. Covers um, She-Ra as well, which is quite cool. I'm looking forward to the yeah. She-Ra series. Yeah, okay. Just because it's pissed off a bunch of perverts. Yeah. Um, the guy who's made this documentary, is um, one of the directors, two directors made it, one of the directors is called Robert McCallum, and he's making a documentary series about um, video game box art. Yeah. And I only know this because I know that certain, I don't know if it's been actually officially announced or anything, but a YouTuber, some people may know, by the name of Slopes Game Room is in that. I know because I was talking to him the other day about it.
0: That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he's going to be because in... he's, he's in, in everything. Yeah.
1: But it's apparently going to be a full series. I mean, I think it's on Netflix. Like, oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. But a little love up to um, old box art. box art. Yeah, because, you know, you go through... You can spend a long time on 80s video game box art and go, look at this Mega Man one. What go the back, go fuck? Go fucking
0: Atari. Do you remember a centipede? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I'm going to fight fucking aliens! Da, 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 da. Yeah,
1: Joust. Yeah. The original Bomberman box art? Yeah, I know, yeah. Jesus. It's the fat guy with a gun. <laughs> That was Mega Man. Mega Man's the blue and yellow guy with the gun. Yeah. Who they made as a character in Marvel yeah. vs. Capcom, didn't yeah. they? But um, Bomb Man's got the guy who's oh, like really yeah, determined, yeah, yeah. running along.
0: Yeah, he's got the fucking bomb. Yeah. yeah, he's
1: like a really realistic looking guy with a mm. weird mask face, and he's holding a bomb that says "bomb" on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God. But yeah. Anyway, um,
1: your last review. What will it be?
0: My last review is going to be. We're gonna to have to be Spider Man for the PS4. Yes, of course
1: it bloody is. You fucking clod. I
0: guess. I guess there's no one else I can really... You
1: made me pull out clod. Clod.
0: Jesus. So Spider-Man's been released for the PS4. Never heard of it. It's an exclusive game based on a known IP that could have been on any console, but somehow Sony got the exclusive rights. At I ex- wonder how. Yeah.
1: Um, they got very, they like Spider-Man. remember they used the font for the PlayStation 2? Yeah. yeah. So Spider-Man, 3
0: Spy- Spider-Man. Um, that's a thing. It's a great game. Well, let's. I've only got
1: minor issues with it.
0: Let's go into it, shall we? Uh, no, I'm only so- halfway,
1: well, I'm only one third for it. I finished the first act.
0: What part are you up to?
1: I've just finished the first act. I got the achievement for you and stopped.
0: Who was the last boss that you
1: fought? Um, there wasn't a boss. It was the big old terrorist attack sequence and then you play as Miles for a little bit.
0: Okay, yeah. I've done, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in the rain. I'm around that area. You haven't finished it yet? No. Fuck's sake, man. I told you. I, I told you I've been out all day. I've been out for the last oh, couple outrageous. of days. I have a job yeah, I'm in
1: now. the rain now. Again? I'm in a rainy bit and it's all green and yeah. dirty looking. Okay. I found the Ghostbusters... Yes. Yes. I found the fountain Peter Feinkman dances around yeah. in Ghostbusters.
0: The one in Central Park.
1: This game's fantastic <laughs> for just <laughs> <the> sightseeing. <laughs>
0: yes. Um so, so Spider Man, eh? He does whatever a spider can. Yeah. Um it is a good game. Yeah. I would dare say that it is one of the finest video games I've played this year. Mm-hmm. But I do have issues. No. As I always do. I
1: don't have many.
0: Well, I have a couple, Um and they're not serious issues. I, so let's go into the, let's briefly go into the story first for anyone who's not. Look, aware if you're of reviewing Spider-Man. a
1: Spider-Man game, you just talk about the web swing and then stop.
0: So Spider-Man <laughs> is a game about a superhero named Peter Parker or Spider-Man as his alter ego. That's his made-up name. Um, he is a lab assistant to to Doctor Otto Octavius. Spoilers. Who is working on prosthesis for people who've lost their arms? Oh. Um. So, um, yeah, so Peter is just, you know, he's doing his best to get by. He's struggling with rent. We find out that he, you know, he's not doing so well with money. It, like,
1: this game characterises Peter Parker so friggin' well. I know. Like, I know, it it's... nails the character more Absolutely. than... Absolutely. Like, he stops agree. off to talk to homeless people. Yeah. You can do finger guns at people in the yeah. street when you're Spider-Man. It's um,
0: freaking great. So, so, um, so, Peter, he has an aunt, Aunt May. Sadly, he lost his parents when he was very young. He lost his uncle as well when he got the powers of Spider-Man who taught him with great power comes right and he died shot. Yeah,
1: Yeah, Sandman (laughs) killed him apparently.
0: (laughs) Not in this one. We don't go into any of that in this one. Is that better or
1: worse than the Joker killing Batman's parents?
0: Well, better. Better, I'd say better. Um, Because you've got to remember that despite that being shit we did get from that movie one of the most tragic scenes of a supervillain's origins. Sandman after he's been in the yeah yeah that's a fucking great scene and the technology behind that like when you see that in HD now the little the amount of stuff they did for it yeah and it looks really good a lot of people give that film a lot of shit but there's like some stuff in there that's no, worth I, that no,
1: I maintain Spider-Man 3 is a good film it's not a great film but it's a goofy ass fucking weird. Yeah, film.
0: There's one shot in there that I think could be framed, and it's a scene in which the grenade goes into the Venom symbiote yeah. and it lights up just before it lights up. Oh, out. yeah, it looks, it looks like a stop motion. screams, effect. no, like it jumps out, and you can see this giant Venom like monster and it looks yeah. like it's consuming Eddie as yeah. he screams yeah. towards it. Just it's a really nice shot, and clearly the director didn't want to be in it, but he was like, I can introduce horror here. Anyway, so that's besides the point. Uh, Spider Man so game. game. So Spider Man goes around, he has a rogues gallery, he's I would say that he has a more prolific road gal- to gallery than Batman does. Yeah, I would say that Doctor Octopus, Green Goblin... He's got a lot
1: of recognisable characters, but I don't think many of his villains could be the main villain in a story.
0: I would disagree. Not as much as Batman.
1: Batman, I... you could do Penguin, Joker, Two-Face, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, all of them. Bane could be a main villain. Yeah. Like, with with bat- with bat Spider-Man, you're kind of limited to Green Goblin, like, Doctor Octop- Octopus... Venom maybe At a push
0: Vulture I reckon Vulture's Vulture Vulture works yeah. yeah
1: But like Shocker Would be hard to make The main villain I, Electro doesn't work As a main villain I think Shocker
0: And Electro Were always just
1: The rhino doesn't work
0: Yeah see Like I think Spider, those, Scorpion if Scorpion you a really would work good
1: story backing
0: Scorpion up, would work But Scorpion Would have yeah. to be The military version Of Scorpion You know the one Who gets yeah. trapped In the suit And mutates Yeah That would be the but, but like There are I would say That Spider-Man Has a rose gallery At least akin To Batman Yeah
1: yeah Um He's got the best one out of all Marvel characters. Uh, How many villains do Iron Man? Does Iron Man have that people give a shit about? Or
0: I Captain wouldn't say, but they were never. They were never like it's a bit,
1: Iron Man's villains. are fucking it's a dragon, talking dragon, and a giant man. Down. Yeah, the Mandarin. <laughs> yeah,
0: I would say that the best villains um, were always the Hulk. Yeah, Spider Man. There was mutants and stuff. <laughs> like I like that one. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so Spider Man has a great rogues gallery. It's a really interesting concept, and him in general, he's you know he's an interesting character because he unlike Tony Stark doesn't have all the money unlike Captain America he can't fall back on the fact that you know he's a government agent essentially so he gets paid yeah you know uh you've got people like Cloak and Dagger they struggle homelessness but then at the same time they become heroes for hire Mm -hmm. then you've got heroes for hire street level heroes and they sort of they just make ends meet as best they can you know there's there's a lot of different Different levels of wealth and and, and standing yeah, in the Spider is
1: too powerful to be a hero, a hero for hire as well. Yeah,
0: he's, he's too powerful to just deal with everyday thugs in a, yeah. in a, like in a way that would stop them operating.
1: They shouldn't do a heroes for hire where he just comes in and just solves every problem in seconds. Yeah, <laughs> just, just webbed so everyone, calls his mechin, oh. calls his giant mechin. But he's uh, known to have <laughs> yeah
0: in Japan only. Yeah, um, but one of the things one of the things that I've noticed about this is they really get. They really get the idea around him. They yeah. understand who they're dealing with. Yeah. I think mean, it's hard now not to understand who Spider Man is, but I think that to understand the amazing
1: Spider Man films managed it.
0: The little nuances, <laughs> the amazing Spider Man films. I stand by the fact that great Spider Man, terrible Peter Parker. Yeah,
1: Peter Parker's a piece of shit in that film. Yeah,
0: and then you've got films. Sam Raimi's The Reverse, great Peter Parker. I think
1: Spider Man's fine in that. I just don't think he doesn't quip as much and he okay doesn't okay
0: Spider Man in that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the difference between Best costume. Yeah, the difference between Amazing Spider-Man and, and Raimi's Spider-Man are practical versus digital. Yeah. Because you wouldn't believe how much of that shit is practical. Like, you know the Dr. Ox scene? Have yeah. you seen the, like, stills where they've got the stupid fucking things on wires? Yeah, when he turns into CGI, yeah. it's
1: like really obvious. It senses it, yeah. It looks like a PS3 game. Yeah, it does, yeah. But we're on PS4 now. Yeah. Yeah. The details
0: I'm for. Yeah. Uh, But anyway So Spider-Man The video game We're getting distracted Spider-Man the video game So all that stuff's Taken into account And you can really feel Like you almost know The universe Once you're in it You start the game yeah, How do you
1: get his powers It never explained that Did I miss a cutscene
0: No oh. It's still the same Who is this
1: Peter Parker
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him So we're not going to do The origin again For the fourth time Yeah Luckily Well no Third It'll be the third time Homecoming time,
1: didn't have the origin, did it?
0: Yeah, Homecoming didn't. Spider-Man: Me series did. Amazing Spider-Man did. This doesn't, and Homecoming doesn't. Yeah. So, it's it's you know, it doesn't kind of need to. You don't need to know. No. One of the one of the nice aspects. So you've played the Miles Morales part.
1: Yeah, that little bit where he's creeping around. So, I only just realised I should have tried to see if you take a selfie. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> you could take a selfie as Mary Jane, and I was like,
0: one of the things smiling. One of the things I was worried they were going to do. Because I know what video game people are like. You've said this previously in the podcast. I've asked you why people are way they are. Some people are just pricks. Hmm. if they had given him powers now they'd be like well, really trying to replace I, honestly at that
1: moment I thought I was going to get a Metal Gear Solid 2 moment yeah. and Peter Parker was going to die what I thought, was I, happen thought that's what I thought they were doing the ultimate storyline and I thought they'd have to flood it I thought it'd be something what I thought was going to happen Peter Parker dies they need a blood transfusion for mi- For Miles
0: I thought the blood transfusion thing yeah, was going to happen and that's how he'd yeah, get his powers they framed it that way
1: yeah but then he wanders off and does a bit of walking yeah
0: so I thought the moment I
1: saw his dad I went that's Miles Morales dad yeah
0: Well, no, I didn't think that. I did not. He doesn't have the same surname, but wasn't until wasn't until like they started calling him Miles, I was like, oh, it's Miles Morales. Really nice, dignified little way of introducing him. Yeah, don't need to do anything with him. Don't need to give him powers. They give you a nice little stealth sequence, and then you're back to playing Spider-Man. I like the fact that they ground the real world by giving you a couple of sequences, but I just don't. I don't feel like the game would be any lesser if I didn't have to play as Mary Jane or Miles.
1: No, I think it's kind of cool. It's, it's it's nice. It varies it up a bit.
0: It's nice, but I think it would have been better if because you know, um, so you know, the Marvel universe has its own newspaper, and There's a lot when of newspapers. they have big events, mm. they have in the comics there'll be a, a like a a newspaper style comic. It will have small stories for ground level people. I think having something like that where you're someone on the ground and you've got a phone and you're like you just become that person. You've got to, like take a couple of snaps of Spider Man as he goes past, mm. and then you just go on with your day and you inadvertently become part of a robbery like you hmm. see people start robbing a shop you're going past and then you have to hide and then you see Spider-Man and then suddenly the game the camera switches behind on Spider-Man you're Spider-Man saving the people yeah. that would be better but you know whatever they've introduced it. it's more it's more content and I'm never going to argue with that they're a bit long the Mary Jane one especially There's a second one that I found really grating I haven't got to say yet Spoilers. I'm not going to spoil it I think there's a few more coming up as well I get yeah. the feeling that's going to happen repeatedly
1: uh, but I want to be way uh, plays aren't
0: me Hot Aunt May. Yeah. Marisa Tomei.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: fucking hell. You get like a mind boner. Um So so yeah, Spider-Man in the game. Um it's it's great. It is great. Like overall the package is fantastic. Graphics, gameplay, you know, the cutscenes, the music, the characters, the acting, the fucking the detail in people's faces. Mm. Like and my God. Creepy fake. free that
1: creepy perfect motion capture face, aren't yeah. they?
0: <laughs> and thank fuck that they got a game finally where you don't have one Asian actor playing every Asian person in the fucking game. Because I am fucking. I tell your. Like, you can tell people do it. Is the thing. We've got graphics that are good enough now that you can tell when you're doing it, game producers. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but in this, no, you've got great actors across the board. They all do their voice. I feel like it's all mocap. So I feel like, mm-hmm. like you said, it's all digitally captured. And it is. Spectacular. There's
1: tons of tiny details I like, like the way when you're swinging, Peter talks differently to when you stand still. So, like, if you get him on the phone, he'll be talk when he's talking to someone, he'll be talking calmly if you stand still. The moment you start swinging, yeah. he starts talking like he's a bit out of breath and he's yeah. doing stuff. And as soon as you land, his next line will be back to normal, yeah. which is crazy. Um, um, like, only- I've only got a couple of quibbles with it. There's like. I've, um, web thinking, swinging still isn't perfect. I like the web swinging on it. Web swinging is good.
0: different. It's still not perfect. There's a couple of. I think we spoke about this before. There's like a couple of moments where I'm just like, I'm not close enough to the building for you to automatically go into a run against the building. So why is that happening? And then you get stuck and you go around the corner. It happens a lot on the pigeon missions. I think you just bat it. No, no. Like, uh, sharp turns during the pigeon mission because I'm doing the thing where you collect pigeons. The pigeons. Have you not done Alright, so there's a guy on the roof of the the feast place and if you talk to him, he has missions where he wants you to collect his homing pigeons around. It's stupid. It's great. It's a nice little thing. And it kind of reminds me of my other... Probably my third favorite Spider-Man game, which was Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, it was just goofy, silly, great. Um, and that had really good web sw- web swinging. It had a really good system. Uh, but... That one simplified it though. It wasn't yeah. the, it wasn't Spider-Man. Really 2 simplified. Spider-Man
1: Two One was like proper sim yeah stuff because you had to let go of the arc at the right time. Yeah, know? and then you, you had, had to... right and left.
0: With this, it's a lot. It's a lot more forgiving. <laughs> Yeah. which makes up for the collision It's more about stuff.
1: Tra- making quick traversal. Yeah. Hooking onto things, launching yourself and
0: I love the launching. doing stunts in midair. Have you got the sky skipper stuff yet? No. So if no. you do a lot of the double shoulder buttons yeah. to skip across stuff, there's like yeah. an, there's there's a bar for it like the not like the close call stuff. Yeah. I can burn burnout there's a bar. For it. Yeah. Um anyway, but yeah, so um it just it feels like they really understand the source material. Yeah. Which is really weird. And why is that weird, Ant? I don't know. Because we don't get a lot of good superhero video games, do we? Batman and this? Yeah. Anything else you can think of?
1: X-Men Destiny. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, X-Men Origins Wolverine, oddly enough. Yeah. Really good representation. Yeah, it was never meant to be an X-Men Origins no, game. Definitely wasn't. Nah. No, no. Was I've still not played the
1: Deadpool game. It's pretty much a Ryan game. To play in that.
0: Deadpool's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, my major problem with Deadpool is just the fact that Nolan North loves the sound of his own voice. A lot voice. of the
1: best ones, superhero games, are the ones that are a bit janky. Yeah. Like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games are great to play, but they I are janky it. ass games. Well, Marvel Buggy, versus janky games.
0: Marvel vs. Capcom, great games to play, but they two aren't. Are. They aren't made by only two of them. Three of them. I'd say three or five. I didn't like the third one or Infinite. Do you, well, I didn't play Infinite. Infinite is bollocks. Is it really bad?
1: What well, I've played of it, I didn't like it one bit. Have you got it? I played the demo of it, I didn't uh, like it. I
0: I, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 I have a soft spot for just because it was right before Guardians of the Galaxy came out so it. Versus
1: Capcom's better. I don't like
0: that too much.
1: It's got fucking the Battle it's for got, the Planets guys in
0: yeah, it. Yeah, it. well it's got them and it's also got giant mechs. Yeah. But you can only have one character if you have a mech Yeah. And you can have three if you don't and Frank West just annihilates everyone. Phoenix Wright. Yeah, Phoenix Wright's pretty yeah, good, it's isn't great. it? great. Um, but yeah, so um, so this like it's weird to have this level of quality behind something, yeah. and it's also it's weird that this has not been churned out for everything. Yeah. You know, it feels it feels almost it feels extra special.
1: I think the thing is, when you got to make a massive map the size of New York that's as intricate as that has to be, yeah, you're gonna have to make it on a big budget, or you're gonna have to make a slightly wonky game. Like you see, the amazing Spider Man games, both of them were like the first one's alright, the second one's a mess. Mm. Um, the first, the second one's like it's got systems in it that are just broken. Like, do not, didn't play
0: either of them. I last, the last Spider Man game I played before this was, I think, Web of Shadows. Yeah, that's alright. I like Web of Shadows. I
1: didn't like the evil, good side thing because I kept. Doing stuff by
0: accident. That's it's, yeah, me, it's yeah. exactly the same as the fucking old man Spider-Man but stuff. Ama-
1: Amazing Spider-Man has the web swinging where you can swing on the clouds, basically. Yeah. So that doesn't feel so good, but no. it's an all-right game.
0: what I like it, what I like about this is it. It keeps me working out how to get from A to B. Yeah. So like I could do a couple of webs, webs, web, uh, web zips, and then I'll do some swinging, and then I'll do some. I'll do some quick like point. Uh,
1: yeah, I like the little things like. Certain times, like, there's a water tower and you do the web grab towards it and he'll, like, spin through the middle of the water yeah. tower. Um Things like that. Have you
0: that. gone up... um So, you know when you're going up buildings? Yeah. Have you gone up a fire escape? No. So, if you go up a fire escape, it's a different animation. Is it? He basically pulls himself up by webbing to the different levels nice. and then whilst running, like, really <laughs> quick. And it looks fantastic.
1: I've got on the top of the Avengers tower. Nice. There's nice. an achievement for perching on top of it. Oh, really? Yeah. And he goes, oh, the Avengers aren't in. They're all from the West Coast, probably surfing <laughs> or something. <laughs>
0: um So, yeah, so... I mean, there's nothing, nothing wrong with the game. The
1: only personally. things that have bothered me so far is um, tiny, just tiny little quibbles. Like um, when you craft a costume, it automatically equips it. So if you don't want to use that costume, you have to manually change the costume afterwards and oh, change okay. your power that you got. Yeah. Um, and there's a moment in the story. I mean, this is for, it's the end of the first act that we've already talked about. But um, everyone knows Mr. Martin Lee is Mr. Ne- the negative, Mr. the negative. Because he was out in the open during the terrorist attack. Yeah. And people are just talking about him and going, right, we need to find Mr. Lee. But there's no moment where Peter goes, like, what the fuck? He's Mr. Neg, the negative man so, or whatever it is, Mr. Negative. Because he doesn't, because to him, that should be a rather big thing. And it feels like a plot point was missed.
0: I think that the pro, I had, I had, I was really confused by this. So it's not an issue
1: as such, because you do see him there, but Peter never sees him there at the time but imagine it's a week later when you get back to the game like yeah. a week's past so imagine he's found out since then that he was there because someone would have photographed him and gone that's that guy well, from the homeless shelter but there should it feels like there's a scene missing where Peter finds out because he doesn't seem to have any conflict going on like there's a yeah. there's a little bit of him going um, well, yeah, why would he, he have done that
0: he doesn't see Martin Lee there and then he suddenly goes from well who is it someone does does notice there is something that Stuff,
1: you see him in the cutscene and stuff.
0: Yeah, but, but I don't think it's Peter actually focuses on him. I think it's yeah, the fact that but he's unconscious for the rest of it. I think it's the fact that Miles <laughs> sees it. it? Yeah. So, yeah, but it, so. it
1: would have been in the news because people. Yeah, I know, but I don't think he's the only one think, not wearing a mask. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but I don't think anyone sees him become Mister Negative. I no,
1: that. but it's just a weird thing that it's like there's no scene where no, you're right. Peter goes. What the hell? It's him because mm. he talks for the whole point before that he's going on about how then much of an inspiration he's, he's he is, investigating him, and how much he, he likes him. Yeah, and then just go straight into investigating him. Yeah, and it feels like a week has passed, which is what has happened so in I'm the story. Miles
0: must have seen him and then told him.
1: Yeah, it was, It would have been the news.
0: Well no, but I don't think anyone took pictures of him. No, they would have, like, it would have been on the news. It was like after the collapse of everything that Martin yeah. Lee turns up and he's only in it for like a second. He was he there right at the start.
1: Was he? Yeah, when the attack happens. You see him I briefly. Have to, I maybe have to When Peter's spider sense is going crazy, you see him. Yeah, there. maybe
0: after rewatch the because I don't remember him being that prominent. But that would have yeah. been that
1: was being that would have been televised. There would have been mm. cameras that picked that stuff yeah. up. Yeah. So yeah. But it's just a weird story beat that's missing. It's only a tiny little thing that's a bit odd. Um, a, but I'm yeah. liking all the stuff with Octavius. I'm liking the way your responds Mayor and yeah. All this sort of stuff.
0: Norman Osborn being Mare's a nice fit. Um, it matches with like stuff that's happened before. It feels like mm. very ultimate universe this doesn't it? J.J.
1: and Jameson basically being Alex Jones. Yeah. Um, which is his natural progression I think. Yeah. Um, this I mean this it's, it's good. Just love it.
0: It's great. It's Like I said Oh yeah
1: the only other issue I had was I sometimes can't see the spider sense going off. Like you know, when it comes up around his head, oh, okay. it's a bit faint, and sometimes I can't see it in the middle of combat. It does clip, and I wish has, there was like it has a, a weird thing where it pops in and out. Yeah. Sometimes. yeah, I think there should be some sort of option to make that fit like solid. One so of the things that
0: I, I I would say I would say is an issue, but I think I've been spoiled by I think we've all been spoiled by the Arkham the Arkham Asylum games. Hmm. That's the problem. We're, those Batman games were so good yeah. that we've been a bit spoiled. But
1: even Origins he, is good.
0: It's alright. Um, <laughs> one of the biggest problems is that when you've got a lot of people coming towards you. Hmm. crowd control should be a dance and it should yeah. be all programmed to work in, to get, like, in order together. You get a lot of times when you've got like five guys, two are doing an attack and your spider sense has like a split second in between doing stuff and even if you dodge one you get hit by another. Hmm. It's just that sort of like there's there's preparing you for difficult odds and then there's we're going to fuck the game a little bit so that you get hit. We're going to balk it a little bit just because yeah, yeah it's too quick for you to it's not that, it's not that. It's what your web, everyone. Yeah. Web. Shoot it's, your web on, web on their it's face. It's not like you can hit, double tap it midway through a, midway through a transition yeah. and it does it, it. cause you get hit by the other one if you jump out too quick. So it's, yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, it's, it's amazing. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's spectacular. Superior. Superior. Yeah. It's spectacular. It's ultimate. Yeah. Ultimate. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: is it, I can't think of another one yeah it's uh, <laughs> uncanny new 52 <laughs> new 52 okay uh, um, so no, yeah, I mean it's great Valiant Spider- Comics presents
0: the the real the only real question I have hmm. um, so God of War is one of the biggest selling games of the year
1: yeah Which- I think Spider-Man's gonna, Spider-Man and Smash are going to be the two biggest selling games this you year. reckon everyone is playing Spider-Man on my PlayStation right now yeah on my own personal one it's getting really irritating Yeah. Just keep
0: going. So you reckon everybody's buying Spider Man? So you reckon that this is this is the year of the PS4. Yeah. This This month though, man.
1: Friggin' Well. Like they're releasing Tomb Raiders out next week. Battlefield was meant to be out this week, wasn't it? Friggin' There's a lot of games out right now.
0: When is Smash out? That's November.
1: November, yeah. Yeah. And Smash is that's
0: That's the end of my social life. Yeah. Smash is like, I'm gonna have to take my Nintendo Switch and whilst I'm having sex with hope Spider Man's in it whilst I'm having sex with my fiance I'm going to have to play Super Smash Bros <laughs> that's why it's got that's why it's got the little kickstand
1: <laughs> oh dear <laughs>
0: um, no this it's like it is an insane it's an insane year yeah. and PlayStation's now showing Xbox up Xbox the hardware's better the
1: Xbox nerds moaning about it and Spider-Man not being on Xbox Xbox
0: One X is the more powerful console yeah, it's yeah. better it doesn't sound like a fucking jet engine it's got
1: 4K Blu-ray player in it
0: it doesn't sound like a jet engine when no. it's running yeah. It's lower power yield. You know, like there's so much that is better, but I'm sorry, Microsoft you fucked it. Yeah. They know they fucked it. They're still Cancel-
1: relying on Gears of War and Forza. Like, that's all they're relying on.
0: They cancelled all of their exclusives and they've veered way away from single player content. Crackdown free. Crackdown free isn't isn't out and it's multiplayer. Is it? Yeah, fully multiplayer, you can get yeah. like a load of people blowing shelves, it's gonna be fucking ruined.
1: I just want to jump around a city for a while.
0: It's I mean Forza's a great game. Yeah. But Forza Horizon's where the future's at.
1: Forza Horizon 4 looks what is it 4, the next one? Yeah. Yeah, it looks great.
0: Forza Horizon is a more interesting game and they should be banking on that rather than releasing top gear add on packs for Forza.
1: Well Microsoft they should dig into their bag, pull out a new rally motorsport, make some new games. What
0: happened to you saw like even if even if a lot of it was just people being dicks, Battletoads Toads got a lot of excitement. Yeah. Just because they were digging in, they were doing something. Yeah, just do anything. I can't believe
1: Streets of Rage Four's happening.
0: Yeah, I know. I can't believe that. I, I
1: literally, I legitimately kept looking everywhere to make sure that wasn't a hoax.
0: Yeah. I'm. Up. I. I think that. I think that Streets of Rage Four is going to be good. Mm. Um, can't wait for Super Smash Bros. I mean, even Nintendo are taking more risks than Xbox. It's really upsetting. Yeah, it is. I mean, they've got like. I think part of the problem is that they released the Xbox One X a bit too late. And people already hearing whispers about new content, new consoles, and all this other shit.
1: And Microsoft don't have anything to make you want to buy one.
0: No, I you, you, like you the sort...
1: biggest exclusive this year was Cuphead,
0: and that's not even exclusive. That's not yeah. on PC, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. And you can't buy it on disc. <laughs> you can only buy it and download. So it's not something people in the shops are going to see.
0: That's the perfect game for the Switch. Hmm. One thing that Microsoft are doing that's better than PS4 is they're not fucking they're not sucking their dummy and saying no crossplay. Yeah. That's the only thing that PS4's failing on. Yeah. If they were to introduce co- cross play tomorrow, fucking that's it, they've won. Yeah. I mean, they've already sold more consoles. Well, they've sold less PS4 Pros than Xbox One Xs have sold. But...
1: They sold more consoles overall, but yeah. Switch is catching up on both of them. I know,
0: Switch is just... But Switch is like
1: a whole other thing. So. Switch is a
0: monster. Like, look at... look well, at
1: Civilization Six is coming out on Switch, Switch soon. It's coming out on Switch, and it's not on the current other consoles.
0: I'm not going to buy that's it, because I just... I had an urge yeah, to I'm play just more impressed
1: that they made it for, that they well, it. Managed came out to... on iPad. Did it? Yeah. God.
0: Yeah, you can buy it on iPad. I've got an iPad that's. Yeah, i probably cool. be a port of that. I've got an iPad that's on like f- four years old. God. And it, you can get it on there. I used to have, I used to have Civilization Revolution.
1: Yeah, Civilization Revolution's great.
0: I used to have that on the iPad like yeah. five years ago. And, uh, and I, when I got the new one, because I was trying to find games to review for this when I was mm. in between jobs, I was like, I'm going to download Civilization Revolution, play it on the iPad. Doesn't work on current-gen iPads. Of course not. What's the point?
1: <laughs> anyway, we'll end it there because it's two hours.
0: Yeah, we are two hours in. Sorry. Anyway, so Spider-Man, it's Tom Atkins. It's been a lot of, like, really good shit this month, which is nice. I sound a bit <laughs> depressed, but it's... Because I can't really dig my teeth into any of the issues. You know, it's all good stuff. Yeah. It's just been a spectacular month. must review
1: it? some bad stuff next month. Don't oh. worry, I'll have some Power Rangers done by next month.
0: Next month... Um, <laughs> Actually, no, the series of Power Rangers I've been let's watching is go, quite let's good. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. That's uh, <laughs> out. So, I am going to
1: play that. I might. Alpha Bear 2's out. That's, really? Yeah, Alpha Bear 2 came out on phones this week. I might start playing that. Do you want yeah. to play the Alpha Bear? I've still got a photo on my phone from the first game, because I always found it hilarious. I had, um, I, before I go to bed, I like to enjoy a warm cup of bonus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, I like Alpha Bear. Yeah, It's a really great. strong game. Yeah. Alphabar's All right, I might download there. that then. I've got a new phone coming because this one's
1: again. Yeah, it's um, weird. We just I'm selling
0: it. the LG G5 because um, it got repaired. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell this one, and I'm just going to go with the new one. My mistake was that I bought it from a website where it said it was the global ROM. It's not the global ROM. So there's a lot of shit on there that just acts <sighs> up. So I'm just going to deal. Just gonna replace it. Um All right, but that's that's the end of episode ninety six seven. Do you want me to check? Yeah. Do you want me to check? Yep. Yeah, and then I'll do an outro. It was episode ninety three. This is episode ninety three of Crit Apocalypse. I was forehead earlier. Don't worry, we'll edit yeah. that out. Edit, yeah, that yeah, out. I'll uh, edit that out. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone, yeah, sure. for listening. As always, Um you can find an at LV fifty four Space Monkey on Twitter. He's mm. also the most popular mellow gaming channel on YouTube called mellow gaming yeah ignore all the Possibly. ones with low viewer viewers it's it's the one that has 700 people subscribed. 706 706 subscribers could you be the 707
1: f- wasn't featured on slope game room's new video fucking man. cunt i know no, i saw no, that no,
0: right. fuck that cunt he did uh,
1: feature a whole bunch of the channels that i suggested to him though so
0: what a cunt yeah. you can find me at crit apocalypse on twitter i'm also the same on youtube but i never post anything because i'm boring um and anything coming up you're excited about? Let's go Eevee. I'm going to get Let's Go Pikachu and then we can trade.
1: Taiko no Tatsujin, drum and fun.
0: Oh yeah, when's that out?
1: Um, Next month, but I don't know if I can afford the game and the drums. How much is it? Well, with the drums it's going to be like 60 quid, isn't it? Yeah, but how much is it the I want it though because it's got the Lupin Ranger theme tune on it.
0: Yeah. Well, can't you just use the Switch? Yeah, but I want to hit the drums. Yeah, but I mean like...
1: What if I got the GameCube adapter thing and plugged in my Donkey Konga bongos?
0: Should we play Donkey Kong before the next podcast? No. we stream.
1: I can't play on this TV. It doesn't have lag lag um thing.
0: Oh, all right, never mind. Um, okay. Um. Well, we'll be back in two weeks. I hope you have a good time. As always, Trump fucks kids, um, and also he's gonna get indicted. This is gonna be exciting.
1: We've got at least to November. You reckon? Yeah, because we got to wait until the elections. Oh yeah, we've got to wait until mm-hmm. the
0: elections. But yeah, holy shit, gonna... that's heating up. Yeah. That's probably the best TV program on right now. Is watching him lose his mind every fucking couple of Just weeks. Tweet treason? Treason? Question <laughs> mark? Yeah, it yes, feels like he's answering the thing Jeopardy. You've
1: done. <laughs> it was Jeopardy. It was Jeopardy. It yeah. Is this yeah. president is was the treason? second one in this? <laughs> <laughs> this president was the first, the second president to ever be impeached. <laughs> treason? <laughs> what crime?
0: Question mark. Um, it's it's going to be exciting I can't wait for season 3 um, it is yeah it's fucking bad but anyway Trump fucks kids Google Lolita Express if you want more information oh and Trump Lolita Express and Trump and you'll find out all manner of interesting things also he's a rapist uh, so is Mike is it Mike Cavanaugh no uh, who's the stupid little cunty fuck who got James Gunn fired
1: Oh, Mike Cernovich. Yeah, Mike convicted Ternovich. rapist. Yeah, yeah,
0: Mike Cernovich, convicted rapist. His
1: ex wife hates him because he was living off her money for years. Yeah,
0: and he he's a
1: successful lawyer.
0: He's a rapist. Yeah. So, good luck getting news from that guy. And also, Alex Jones hasn't been censored. They're private organizations, so they don't have to adhere to the First Amendment right. He's still got his website. He is free to say whatever he wants. He is he's just. He's still got
1: his Daily Motion account.
0: <laughs> he is just not allowed a platform when he is not willing to follow the terms and con- conditions he agreed when joining the site. That is the fact. It isn't censorship, it's a cunt with an agenda who's been a prick.
1: Emotion Eric made a big following just on his one website. Alex Jones can do the same. Yeah. Without Facebook. There you go. Without Twitter. That's how we did in the old days. Surely someone with his conspiracy theory brain would want to stay off the grid as much as possible.
0: The thing that I don't understand is, we're all taught when we're kids, if you're bad, we'll take your toys away. Hmm. And that's how we live our lives. Hmm. Alex Jones. (laughs) I've been too much pork. Ah oh god lizard people lizard people gay frogs It's like okay fine you can keep doing that and then he's like he's like they're crisis actors attack them Pizza Gate Yeah take guns kill people it's like no now you're inciting terrorism hmm. and also harassing the parents of murdered children. And Do I you think re- we might
1: explode scene.
0: Well I don't, don't want, want to be up. covered in your guts. It's not censorship. This isn't censorship. These are free industries, private companies. If you think it's fucking censorship Go back to all those fucking Christian bakers you love so much who refuse to serve gay people because they don't believe gay people exist because they're religion and tell yourself, what the fuck am I doing in my life when this double standard exists on everything? And don't tell me that Twitter's bigger than he a baker. i got caught
1: looking at trans porn. Yeah, he did, yeah. Book.
0: He watches, he watches. Nothing wrong with that. Dicks with dicks. But it's funny. Hey, I'll admit right now freely that I've watched trans porn before. It is trans on lady or lady boy post op. I don't know. <laughs> But it's... it's against the ladyboys. Everything... Everything is... Just fucking nuts. I can't believe someone... Someone said to me, this is discrimination. What? Discrimination against white people. I'm sorry. What? Discrimination against white people? No, it's discrimination against someone who was trying to incite Mm. terrorist action on US soil. And you go around and say you know the constitution. You fucking idiots. The First Amendment is free speech. The First Amendment doesn't mean you get a soapbox delivered to you by a company. No. The First Amendment means build your own fucking soapbox and start screaming at people. Well, we don't have to listen to your shit, and free speech means that we can fucking react.
1: If i a megaphone company, I'd ban that exchange Oh them. my <laughs>
0: God, I want to just fucking stab someone in the fucking face. They're all stupid. That's the problem. When I know more about the fucking Constitution than the Americans that are taught in school, you've got to fucking worry, haven't you? Mm. And also, someone said to me, you can't change the Constitution, what... What do you think amendments yeah. are? They're called amendments. They, they fucking turned around. They said, they said, second amendment rules. You can't change that. It's like, wait, sorry. What was the second word of what you just said? Second amendment. What does amendment mean? What does, it, what does that mean? Does that mean someone changed the rules? You <laughs> fucking idiot. It's what's a free speech. They wrote the, they knew. They wrote in the free speech forever. They, they knew the future. They knew stuff was happening. I was like, oh, so they were aware of, of broadband. When they wrote that, they were aware that we were going to have the ability to talk to everyone through the internet, did they? That's what they said. Four score and 52 megs ago. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) Fucking idiots. Do you really believe... You morons. You Fucking Second Amendment. That was when a gun took five minutes to reload. Took a gun five minutes to fucking reload before you shot someone. That's why it was fine to bear arms. Because you could never fucking hit anyone. It'd take you too long to reload. Someone would just stab you. But now it's like, oh, right to bear arms. I'm sorry, your 30 rounds that fire in five seconds is bearing arms, is it? No, it's starting a fucking militia, you stupid cunt.
1: We're allowed to end the podcast, yeah. Of course you can.
0: Yeah, Trump fucks kids. Lolita oh, Express, God. Google it. Um And also, read the fucking amendments.
1: But yeah, or at least watch National Treasure. Yeah,
0: there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
1: But they steal them.
0: Well, they use the bulletproof
1: glass on the... On the- <sighs> it's a good film, National Treasure. <laughs> it's a great fucking yeah. <laughs> Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys.